We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a man. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the human kind. Both on the loose end We got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends Don't go fishing They got Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't They could feel that tug. Oh, I caught him, but I let him get away. Oh, you idiot. Last time I got fishing with you. Good morning and welcome to the 4K 1G Fishing Show. And we have been very busy little boys this morning organising this studio and making sure that we can bring this great show to air to you because obviously with our power outages last night, our whole system went into shutdown. So we have the wonderful Dave Daly running around doing all of his magic for us and Gary's helping him out. So we are going to bring you a fantastic show. And to make this show even more fantastic, I've got some really special guests in with us. I've got my mate Ryan from 
from Hooked Apparel. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Yeah, very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, I am fantastic. I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed dinner with you boys the other How night. Good was it, it? Was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was a really good catch up, and we're lucky enough to pick up a bag full of Hooked Apparel gear. We've got some wonderful soft plastics and 47,000 rod sleeves to give away, which are a really good thing. They're, yeah, they're very, very they're clever. Yep. And um, I'm actually. I'm going to do my my little fishing trip, and um, and last time when you released your new soft plastics, which I want to talk about to you, um, I said, right, I'm going to use them. So I've already rigged a couple up, and they are going to be my dedicated lures tonight. I want to see what they can do, yep. and I want to put some barrows on the board, and I think I will. I think I will because I love the way there is. It's so thin towards that tail. I think that tail is going to go off, and I'll talk to you about that a little bit more. Um, shortly, and it's got a fantastic color. I saw a white packet. Yeah, there is. So yeah, you have to have that. Yeah, yeah. Good I'll, color. I'll, I'll grab that white packet. I've got to be honest with you. That is done. And my second, and this is so poignant because we have some huge, huge things going on in our fishing world, in Townsville's fishing world. It is about to become the mecca, the mecca of Queensland Barramundi. We are going to be put so much on the map. If we weren't already on the map with Fantastic weirs, the Blacks, Gleasons, Aplins, right in the guts of town, full of incredible Stockton Barramundi empowerments. Our dam, this is not bullcrap. This is 100% happening. This is massive, is going to open. And I've got the boy himself in the studio, Reese Bullymore. G'day, Reese. How are you, man? Good, man. Yourself? Good. And I think that deserves a fair roundup. This is huge. Yeah, it, it is. It is massive. Long um, time in the making. And and the way I, I sort of gauge it is like the bully, the Townsville bully, just online. Yep. Um, they have some really, really poignant issues. And with the most poignant, with things that really irritate people or things that people absolutely love, the most they get is maybe 100 likes. The most they get is 100 comments. Yep. You absolutely smashed it out yeah. of the water. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think that was reflective of the um, the early consultation they had with community as well, you know. Um, yep. the, con- the have your say that was probably about two or three years ago now. Yes. they um, That was the most response council had had to any have your say that they've yes. ever done. So, yep. I mean, yeah, it's reflective. And I think council's picked up on the fact that, hey, this is an issue that is, you know, affecting a lot of people. Yeah. And that, um, you know, we need to be seen to be doing something here. So, yeah. Most definitely. And in that vein, um, as much as you and I are sitting here at the moment saying this is a done deal, to just put the signature here, it's going to happen. We still need to 100% get this over the line. Yep. And uh, coming up on the 27th of November? Yeah, correct. Correct. What are we doing, mate? So what we've got is, I'll, I'll give you a slight background of how, how you know what's going to play out here. For sure. We've got <clears throat> a, a report which is due to be tabled to council uh, on the 22nd. And that when I say the 22nd to council, that's a full council meeting. So that's going to go via the councillors mm-hmm. um, for public endor- or endorsement as a, as a strategic direction to open the dam yes uh it, it, you know assuming all the councillors are on board with it which by the looks of the the comments on facebook they are yeah um once that becomes endorsed as a public document you know a, a strategic direction that'll be handed to you know council to mm. 
undertake then and, and implement that um, strategic direction. So, and that so that's on the twenty second. Then on the twenty seventh, a week later, we've got a public forum where those that report and or you know recommendations and the way forward or you know a timeline and council's commitment to moving forward will be presented to the public. And that's the critical one there. That's the one where we need everyone in you know as many people who've seen what's going on or want that dam open. So we need the blokes like us jumping up and down going yes and we need the guys and girls that are going this yep. won't happen yeah everyone has to they turn are the up. most important yeah what well, you know and and that's on the 27th of november at uh townsville rsl well, stadium out yeah. at murray lions crescent there right so the basketball stadium out at opposite the skate park at murray right 27th of november it's a monday evening yes we'll be there from about 6 30 the council uh presentation will start from about that's seven the one opposite willows is no, 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 out Murray. Um, oh, out the Murray. Yeah, right, yeah, opposite the meatworks and opposite the skate park. Yes, there. Yeah, 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 gotcha. So, um, yeah, we, that's the one where we need uh, council. They, they're going to present, yep. you know, their recommendations and and their timeline and associated um, commitment to moving forward with opening the dam. Okay. So yeah. Beautiful. It's surprising, even from Cairns, you're getting traction. Yeah, um, nice. You know, yeah. You've seen it through again social media in the last couple of weeks, and yeah. and probably not shying away from the amount of effort and work that's been put in to get it this far. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, it yeah. And it did. We, we, I think we had Fishing Australia share our page. We had um, Steve, had Steve Morgan, um, you know, ABT tournaments. He was on the phone straight away saying, hey, can we get a can we get a run in there next year, you know? And I was sort of like, look, it's, you know, it's not up to us. We, we, As far as I'm concerned, the barriers are in there, so I'm all for it. But, you know, it's going to come down to council to oh, yeah. opening this. Uh, uh, with the ABT forums, I think they can wait their go. I know you're big yeah. on ABT. I'm just looking at it for a, a tourism, tourism factor, you know. This is what... I understand, this is how but I think if yeah. we open the dam and then a month 100%. later ABT's in yeah. there and we're blocked, that's yeah. not going to be a good look. It's going to come that's down to infrastructure, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, at the end of the day, if it's not there next year, ABT's run every year, they'll be there in 2025, 100%. which is um, for 100%. the town and the city, you know. For people that don't understand that, I'll give you... A, so we're And just, I think, and I'm not being negative, I think ABT needs to be in there. Yes, agreed. I think they need to be in there. That's very important <clears> to us. But just... At a well, point yeah. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you. So just recently, they had the the first round of the northern leg, which was up at Tinaru. Yeah. Um. You know, ideally, we had twenty five teams drive past Townsville to go to Tinaru, and then drive back past Townsville to go home again. So, and that's a long haul. Yeah. And if they're and you know how how great would it be to do two days up at Tinaru, two days break, and then two days in Townsville as they returned home? You know, like that's that would exactly be exactly how it would be. Accommodation, food, fuel. Boat parts, all that sort of stuff goes straight back into our our direct economy here in Townsville. Yeah, spot on. Before we go any further, my best mate Gaz, he's with us today. He's going to be looking after. Obviously, as you uh, wonderful listeners know, four in the studio, most of the time just doesn't work. So Gaz is going to be able to take um, our bingo numbers from seven all the way through to ten. If you're trying to, if you try and call now and you don't um, don't get him, it's because he's still mucking around with uh, Double D and uh, sorting out our station. But um, as soon as Gaz is up and running, he will uh, do that little interference that he can do from his end <laughs> and have a bit of a chat to us from another room and he'll let us know that we're all up and running so gaz pop your head in the room soon and let us know what's going on mate so i can let them know if our listeners can start getting their bingo numbers in um <clears throat> after the show today 
Unfortunately, uh, one of our show favourites, um, as you all know, Lucky Bruce, um, passed away a couple of weeks ago. This morning, we're laying him to rest, or his family's laying him to rest, should I say. Um, and uh, that's at 10 o'clock, so unfortunately, Gaz and I can't be there, but we are going to go to a, a, a wake um, at the RSL after that. So Wonderful. we'll be there for that, yeah, so that'll yeah. be good. Nice. That'll be really, really good. And then uh, it must be the fortnight for, or the years for, for Bruce's, because our other show favourite, um, Brucey Curry, who is awfully ill at the moment um, and, and fighting <coughs> cancer. So uh, we're certainly thinking of you. Uh, he works for a company, Ellis Developers. Does he? Or yep. he's a contractor for it. I've seen that And they've this done week, a wonderful yeah. thing. No. They're, uh, they're going to support him. So <coughs> obviously, Kyle, if you're listening this morning, give us a call and let us know what all the information is. That is Gary brought in a wonderful um, little uh, fishing bag for us for you to give to you guys to uh, raffle. And we've put some hooked apparel stuff in there. We've put some rid stuff in there. We've put all sorts of stuff in there. I'm going to stack it with some Nobi stuff. So you'll get a couple of bucks out of that one. And that's from not just um, the NQ Fishing Show, but um, everyone involved the NQ Fishing Show. Um, that's from us to you guys. And uh, Bruce, uh, our fingers are crossed and we're, we're fighting for you, my man. You're an awesome bloke. And you do get the shirt off your back. And uh, and that's getting rarer and rarer, which is why our circle of the friends is so small. Isn't it? Takes a long time to sort the boys out. But yep. once you do, you hold on to them dearly. So, Bruce, we're thinking of you, brother. All right. So, <laughs> I, I am so excited with, um, with everything that's going on. So... Uh, it's a mecca now, I think it is. Yeah. And we can let a couple of hats out of the bag, uh, or cats out of the bag, shall I say. Um, you've obviously tested this. Yeah, so... You know, and look, uh, there had to be that happening. We needed to know that the fingerlings were surviving. Yeah, and for the, there was two reasons for that, though. The Because the, you're a selfish bastard. <laughs> no. No, we, we I'm didn't, sorry. So we didn't actually go up there fishing free-for-all or anything like that. What we done... When we've only stocked it for four years, right? Five, five years, sorry. Right. So that's only five times. Um, what we done was the fish turn up at about 11 a.m. And for anyone that's tuned in, we're talking about the Townsville Dam here. Yeah, correct. They usually turn up around 11 a.m. So we'd put our vessels on the water about 7, 6.30, 7 o'clock, and we'd have a yes. few hours fishing. Now, the purpose of that was we got two ways to, to uh, verify the fish in there. And that's through an electro fisher, which is just, I mean, you get which a, is no fun. You at get all, a quote. Gosh. You get a quote for that. You know, it's ten thousand dollars. We don't have ten thousand dollars to to spare. You know, we our money from SIPs goes for fingerlings. And I think electro fishing is very hit and miss, to be honest. It's good. Uh, you can. It comes down to the operator. So if they they do string too high a voltage, you'll you can stuff their throat latches and stuff like that. So and blow the power station and throw all the power. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> so we worked so, out what happened. But um, so that was one option. The other option is a, is a controlled fishing efforts per unit. Um, right. So we can go in and say we had this many people for this many hours, and this was our results. And the reason we needed that was because this will go on to SIPs eventually. So. Yep. SIPs obviously being, um, you know, a stocked impoundment, a, re a designated stocked impoundment where, yep. yes, you will pay to fish it, $50 or $52 for the whole year. That covers you for every stocked impoundment in Queensland. Um, but that's the only way, really, we'll get funding in to keep the stocks up in there. And that's yep. how every other dam model operates. So to do that, to put an application in for that, there's a whole heap of checklists that you need to make. And... Um, now we've made that checklist. We have got a, a viable fishery as, as understood by Fisheries Queensland. So they're happy with that. We've got a permit to keep stocking. We've got 
all of our side of it done. The, the last box we need to actually get on the SIPs program where we'll get good, and I'm not talking like for five or $10,000 here, a damn our size will bring in over $25,000 a year in funding without lifting a finger once we're on SIPs. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. More. Yeah, more. Possibly more. more. It depends, obviously, that it, it, on, on uh, what sort of bracket you're going to have for boats on the water. Um, yeah, there's a formula. It's a mathematic formula for sure. now that and they distribute to look funds. At. Yeah, uh, like uh, the, as they always do, the jet skiers have come out of the woodwork. <laughs> Don't want to do any of the work, yeah. but now they're putting their hands up. I take it we're going to be allowed on there. Yeah. So and look, they're it, it a bane. It, it's for like it. When I said you know on the press release the other day, the fifty thousand or sixty thousand registered vessels within our greater area here. That's all marine vessels. That's not. That's anyone who pays a marine vessel rego, you yes. know. So and and we the, get a lot of travellers coming through. Yeah, don't? and the idea is that yes, it will be full recreational use. There's not going to be one group over the other. Um, is that's my understanding, you know, in my discussions with council, and that's also uh, will be detailed in the master plan. You know, early talks had, you know, mountain bike trails, had campgrounds, my had only all sorts of stuff. Fear there. for it is is I see how it works in Faust, and it works very very well in the Correct. basin area. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. At any one time, you've got ski boats, yep. jet skiers, and fishermen, and there's 56 self managed. Yep. Our basin <clears throat> is prone for danger, I think. It's not because where they're going to want to be is where we're definitely going to want to be. Sort I, of. <clears throat> I think. Okay, so let's say in Faust, for instance, yep. and I know you guys have thought about this. Yep. There's no ifs or buts. Then barrows are going to be at that wall. Right, yeah, they, they, yep, they, yep. like in the Townsville Dam, yep, they're yep, going to be at that. Yep. That's a congregation point. Yep. Is a gunner, in my money, going to have to put a, a no-fish zone in there? there? Without a doubt, there will be a no-fish zone there. Based Otherwise, on, it's just going to be a free-for-all slaughter. You've got to, even regardless of that, um, you've got to take a step back here. It's about safety. We, our dam is pretty 100%. particular in the fact that we've got gates that operate from below the water level. So yeah. that's a huge issue that needs to be dealt with and, and just like every other dam there are exclusion zones around the wall so you need to be aware of those and that will be that will be marked appropriately when the time comes um, yeah. where that is whether it's just around the gates or whether it's around the rest of the dam wall um, keeping in mind I think one of council's early commitments is going to be land-based fishing up there which will be fantastic to start with yeah. so you know at least getting people access to some of the fish that all the hard work that we've been doing up there which yeah. would be great definitely um, so yeah I think that's just part of the parcel with it you know and that will all be detailed in the master plan that's that's completed yes. so yeah. yeah but where I was saying with the danger things like Faust for instance or Kitchen yep. Kimbar it's massive the basin is huge ours is not built oh, like that oh it's pretty big mate yeah if you've, you I mean we've been on there a few times now and is it deep all through is it yeah, safe no, it's for jet deep. skiers and, 100%, and water yeah. skiers yep. okay yep. no there is it's quite it's probably not as wide but it is quite long. Like you can okay. hold flat, wide open. Like in Kinchant, for example, in my boat. Yes. Three to four minutes from one side of the dam to the other. That's it. Okay. So that's really not remembering much. you're doing 196 miles. <laughs> yeah, an but hour. so are all the ski boats and all the jet skis and all that. So yeah. that's that's given you a, a so. In our dam, we could do that and still have plenty of open water to keep okay. going. Oh, right. So, yeah, you know, it is quite... Once you break off to the edges, it gets a bit shallower, and that's where the fishos will, will tend to end up, you For know, sure. on those points and, and flats. Now, we've all fished Faust, <coughs> and Faust is like a, uh, let's say, an octopus. Yep. Every single arm has fish. Yep. 
Doesn't matter what. Is our dam going to work the same? Are we going to be able to go right up to the back towards your, you know, your Flinders Highway area heading out to Charlestown, that corner of the dam, and find Barramundi? Are they spreading? I believe so, yeah, they yep. are. So we've found them up quite a few. Obviously, we, we haven't spent the time. Like, as How I many barrows are in there, mate? Sorry. So we've done, we, so far, we've stocked uh, uh, just in excess of 120,000 so, over the last four or five years. Correct, uh, yeah. Remembering that Faust has an excess of a million. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's where we. Want to be? Yeah. So I mean, I, I've done a fair bit of research into this stuff, and and you know, for years, um, a lot of these dams started off with chook raffles, etc. Down the pub, you know, yeah. fishing expo days, you know, selling raffle tickets at BCF on the weekends. As far as I'm aware, uh, our dam has had one of the best stuff, and it was just it was hard work from the stocking group, basically, mm. you know. We, we, we approached council. We, we secured funding from council on an annual basis, which is really great. So they they, yeah. they are they have been supportive of this through the whole five years. Um, it's just been the bureaucratic red tape that, that's been slowing the process. So that's, I think, we're sort of cutting through that now. Um, <clears throat> so council have been very supportive, obviously. They wouldn't be supporting something that was not... And, and when I say that... And half council's full of fishermen, to be yeah. honest. So that's a good start. And and it's and it's like a significant. It wasn't like three grand. Like they were giving us fifteen thousand dollars a year. You know, like that yeah. first fifteen thousand, ten yeah. or twelve of that went to the electro fisher for the pre-stocking survey. You know, like yeah. so we needed those sorts of funds to get it off the ground. So they've done electro fishing our dam <coughs> before. Correct. Every, can you uh, uh, reveal some results from that? Yeah, yeah. So there was zero barrows in there. So no barrows. When we started, there was no barrows in no there. Barrows. Okay. No barrows. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question and, before and we carry on because yep. it's important or, or, or the future of what you want to talk about is important. Yep. Was the dam originally... But there's stories of monster barrows being pulled out of there in the 80s, 70s. Possibly. <coughs> we, as far, too too our hard record, to answer? No, no. Our records indicate that we had an initial one. We did have one, maybe two stockings in there way back when now we've been operating since 1994 right Right. so that's like any barriers from those initial stockings their natural lifespan is, is ended by now um but, and the natural lifespan of a barrow is anywhere between ten and fourteen. Yeah, somewhere like that. Maybe yep. even a little bit more, depending on conditions. The actual size of your fingers going in. Seventy five at the moment. Okay. So yeah, but and the seventy five working for us. Yeah, yeah it's still it bang. We'll get onto that in a second. Just yep. go back to the barrows. There, the, the, so those barrows would have naturally been dead. Now, in times of extreme flood, it does link up with Toonpan through the floodplains there to the, the Horton, uh, you know, um, right. Majors Creek, sort of Alligator Creek, you know, via the, the back, ch- back channel countries there. And um, <clears throat> those, those barrows possibly could, in times of flood, come into the dam via natural waterways gotcha so there is a possibility over the years some could have got in there however they were never stocked so right. when we done our pre-stocking survey it was really good because the dam was at 15 percent. not much water for them to hide in so yeah. when we done that um it was like it was probably the best opportunity we had to get a genuine gauge on what life was in that dam and yeah. to see whether it was going to be viable to move forward as a as a fishery and um as you know there was lots of bait in there, lots of native species, um, lots of red claw. Um, there I are... do have a question here from yep. one of our listeners who says, does the <coughs> dam have tilapia? And if so, will it have an impact on the fingerlings being released? 
Which is a good question. Yeah, definitely. So it's the same setup as the weirs. Yes, there are tilapia in the dam. When we done the electrofish, we did get a couple of absolute monsters. They were like, they were were giants. And um, so, yes, they are. They can have an impact, probably not at 75 mil. The most impact they'll have at 75 mil, I mean, they a real aggressive one might knock one going. off. Um, the, the impacts tilapia have on barra are actually um, in their habitat. They'll, they'll push them out of their habitat. So if there's like a weedy, shallow area that barras would traditionally go and hide in at smaller sizes and pick off bugs and lizards or whatever that might scurry across the top... Mm. The tilapia will get in there, uproot all the weed, make those little round nests that you see, and yep. then that. So it's actually displacement of their natural habitat is what the issue with tilapia is. Yep. So, um, in on the flip side though, once they're bigger or at least the same size or maybe a little bit smaller than them, they yep. are a, they are a, a bait source. Yeah, correct. Beautiful. And yep. I tell you what, if anyone's got um, a question that they want to <laughs> ask Ryan or Reese today, um, I'm going to give my phone number out. Write it down. And uh, you can send me a text, especially if you don't want to um, talk on air. So my number, get your pen out, is 0428-716-514. And you can send me a message in on any questions that you may have. I'll give you that number again, and I'll, and I'll say it again around about 8, 8.30, is 428 716 514 Ryan Tully no D-picks please yeah, I was going to say the photo's going to yeah. come in now mate 50, yeah, I know. 50 bucks for the first person to put it on the Paloranda toilet block it's <laughs> <laughs> already there yeah. <laughs> well uh, I've had to change it a few times every time I get a new job I get a new number so I'm there again with me spray paint right and that's the end of our talk today and the uh, <laughs> So, well, look, this is so exciting. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is really fun. And then, um, we've touched the surface. Correct. Because I've got questions that I want to ask. We're going to get other questions in that people want to yep. ask. Uh, we have, <clears throat> we have, oh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's exciting. It yeah. is, it is super Genuinely, exciting. genuinely super exciting. Super jealous from Cairns, man. Like the fishery down here has just gone up a step again. Yeah. Just yeah. incredible. Definitely. And, the, and Cairns is almost, no, I shouldn't say that because I'm not familiar with Cairns enough, but if I'm talking, and, and and reading through the lines from some very good friends, you guys are getting closures all over the place. Yes. Things are getting tougher. Things are getting smaller. Um, rules, regulations. We were hoping with the net free <clears throat> zones through the inlet and the barren up around Cairns that things would get better. It's yep. been a very slow recovery. Yep. Very slow. Yeah, most definitely. I, I have seen, though, notably some larger fish being caught more regularly now. From There was always big fish there. There was, but they're being caught, I've noticed, not from the same six blokes all the time like there, there's a few they're still getting caught yeah but they are the the general public are, are catching better size fish i i've seen on just in social media you know yeah. like i've seen a lot of um you know people who have gone for a leisurely afternoon fish in the inlet there now and they're, they're catching a nice barra or a finger mark there's there. a lot more bycatch now which is good for tourists because they just want to catch a thing that's Correct, and they're the they're the species that you know are, are, have a high recreational and social value that you know need to be protected for for that exact reason. Yeah. That you know you don't need a flash boat or a ten thousand dollar sounder to go and catch brim whiting and flathead off off a off a rock rock wall or a pier. You know, yeah, they've got those little barges with barbecues on them. They're brilliant. Yeah. They are brilliant. <laughs> they are brilliant. Um, very interesting question here, and a valid one. Yep, yep. Um, now this one is. Um, there's a huge loss of barra, or is there a loss of barra when the dam gates 
open recently. There was. Yep, there were right. some deaths. Yep. Yep. Does it make an impact in the greater scheme of things? I it, mean, how do you use every time we have a flood, every time them gates open? Yep. If they're, and that's my concern. It's Can no. You it, you, oh, you could. It's no different. We're not going to lose the whole. No, definitely not. So, boodle, pe- no, people need to understand <clears throat> when you look at the likes of most other dams, they've got a f- spillway that floods over the top, right? Right. So, and you would have seen photos where barrows are stacked up at the top of that spillway. You know, it's, yes. it is a breeding thing. They tend to go down. They follow. Mother the, Nature is telling them that. Yeah, they want to go down to the salt, and the not only that, they follow the river, like the old riverbed, which happens to be where the damn wall flows over all the gates are, because that's the deepest part. Right. So, they'll stack up on top of that water. You'll see them like the water's flowing over, and they're sitting like in a current stream. And they just slip over the top. So a Wonga a few years ago, you would have seen all the deaths in in the Bione mm-hmm. Bione River there, um, because they've got rocks. Timbra loses them as well. It's just it is collateral damage. It's part of it. Is I, there any dams that counteract that that don't? Allow yeah, Tinaroo. So Tinaroo's got a they've got a huge net, net that they string out across there. I mean, into is it failed? Safe? Is it doesn't work? Taken out soon, I reckon. It, it seems to work. Um, they've got they've. The problem you've got is to try and implement something like that now, two things. Ours has got a mechanical gate, so we don't want any sort of debris near it. Mm. Um, and number two, um, you've got to have people doing it in times of a disaster, which is a bit hard to sort of comprehend as well. You know, usually that flooding is occurring with cyclones, etc. So yeah. uh, the other saving grace I feel for our dam is the fact that our gates open up from the bottom. So as we spoke before, the barriers tend to sit on top there. However, yeah. our gates open up from the bottom and our gates aren't the width of our dam. They're only like so many metres wide. They so are. You're, you're talking They're about... It's still an awesome thing to see. Yeah, but, but you're talking about a, a real small area in a water column where barrows can actually yep. potentially get sucked through there. And yes, we did see some deaths after the 2019 floods, um, which... Don't uh, not 2019, sorry, just recently. That last couple of years, there was a bit of a death. Like... It's minimal in numbers. It's part of it. It's yep. just collateral damage, and that's why we're there. We just keep stocking the numbers. I mean, a lot of them did survive, and they all got into the weirs downstream and then For eventually sure. out into the salt. So, he- yeah. Here's another great question, actually, yep. and it's sort of along the vein of what we're talking about at the moment. Do any groups go out to places like, let's say, the town common when the lagoons are drying up there to rescue Barra and release el- elsewhere? No, we don't. We to do that, you'd have to have a a, a special permit from fisheries to do that. Our permit would, <clears throat> wouldn't cover that, right? Um, so and uh, you wouldn't be able to take them from, let's say, the town common and then go and release them. No, at not that, no. That's what I'm saying. You'd have to have special approvals in place for that. Um, would it work, or are we introducing uh, a wild barra that's going to mess <laughs> no, the ecosystem? Not, they can't breed up there anyway. So no. okay. so you've got a couple of. I mean. To be honest, we, we, we tried to organise just a small fish rescue from the bottom of the dam of that last fish kill. And, mm-hmm. I mean, and that one is totally within our permit realm. And just the semantics behind it to organise transport. There's always and, red tape, isn't there? No, 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 no red tape. We, we, we were given the... We, we could do everything we needed to do. But okay. I'm talking about the, like the, the actual logistics of it, the, the semantics of organising it within yes. just a volunteer group. Um, and... You know, we had to pay for our supplier to come up with the fish bins, etc. You know, he's got to be paid for his time just to rescue a few hundred fish. It's not really worth it. We're better off. I'm going um, to take a call. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, let's take a call. 
Good morning, fishing show. Hello, mate. How are you going? Oh, we're going wonderful. Who do we have here this morning? Uh, you got Reggie. Hey, Reggie. What's happening, Reg? I just got a question for Reese. Yeah. Is there any Murray cod in the dam? <laughs> You're an idiot, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> You would have you would have chafed at the bit when I said I'm going to take a phone call. You would have been like, "Yes, finally risk it. Finally get a risk it, and I get an idiot." Can I get a bingo number, please? No, no, Gary. I'm sitting out. I'm sitting out the other studio, ready to take some bingo numbers if anyone wants to ring in. Ah, beautiful, mate. And if they do ring in and they want a question, can you transfer them through to us, or can you take the question and put it on put it on a piece of paper? Yeah, mate, probably putting it, putting it on a piece of paper is a bit more my style because For it's sure. technical stuff. Yep. Um, hopefully hopefully we can get the little the other little console up and running if Loz comes in. If not, um, I'll float and I'll just get the bingo numbers. Beautiful. Um, but no going good, fellas. I'm just sitting out the back here and, and uh, I thought I caught a Murray pot up the dam last week. I must have been mistaken. <laughs> You're an idiot, <laughs> spangled, spangled perch. <laughs> Just a quick one. The boys over the island, Matt, Dave, Ring, Greg, and um, AD had a mind blank. Then morning, boys. They're all the boys that are up from Brisbane, staying on the island where I've been going backwards and forwards to. So. Fantastic. Are they listening this morning, Gaza? Well, they should. Shoot. Mate, that's if their eyes aren't hanging out down the beach. Loz just sent a message saying that he's on his way, mate. Good, good stuff. All right, anyone wants to get a bingo number, give me a ring and I'm on the phone. Thanks, good guys. on you, Gary. Thanks, buddy. See you, mate. See you, boys. Bye, See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Uh, there we go. We're working. We're, we're, ring we are, in. <laughs> we are industrial, but we're ingenious. There's two words that we're putting together there, and that's what you got with the NQ Fishing Show. Hey, we're going to go uh, for a bit of a break. I think we're off to a fantastic start. We've got to share the love between the dam. We've got Ryan from Hook the Barrel on board, and I'm so excited to be talking about their range of lures. Um, I've got a packet, which I'm going to give away today, the 11.5 centimeter bites. And... Uh, when you see them, you're going to look at them and you go, you know what, these are going to work. And uh, they're uh, they're unusual. I'm not, not sure if there's any plastic like them on the market. You've you put your head out and you say, okay, there's 45,000 shads. What's different? How do yeah. I make it yeah. different? And how do I make it work? And the fact that it it's you've already pimped it itself. There's a lot of... The, it, that tail end is very, very thin. So that is going to be going all over the place, I would imagine. And the paddle... Is a big paddle. It's a large paddle. For it's a, a large paddle. So that, which is what I need to, to wake my fish up. Well, we're fishers. Yeah. In this region, and we we're trying to develop and work on stuff that we would be happy to fish with. I think it's very so, clever, and yeah. I think it deserves a bit of time. So let's talk about it when we come back on air, mate. We're not going to go to a um, a show a, a song this morning because I don't know if it's up and running. So let's knock over an ad break. Do you and want we'll me to sing for you? you guys. That'd be lovely if you could get started on that now. What are you going to sing for us? Whatever you want, mate. All right. I probably don't know your songs. I'm a bit too young for you. All right. Well, yes. well yeah. oh, I see here you've handed over the Pet Shop Boys collection. So uh, go, go for whatever you like. YMCA. <laughs> All right. Back scene. Hey, that is not what we wanted. We got a hook. We started, started again. Some water. 
Only on this show. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900 Station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. We got a hook, line and sinker and some water. Uh, Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere for convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Not quite sure what was going on there with our air brakes, but I'm pretty sure it's fixed now. I've been doing it long enough to uh, not make them mistakes. So something funny went on. It might have been to do with last night's power outage. And if you if you uh, happen to be able to sleep through the, the heat of the night without being waking out, I think uh, most of North Queensland was um, power outage boys. If, I, if I'm correct. So, yeah, a good couple of hours anyway. I and think. what I first read is it could be out for days, and I'm like, ooh. But um, I think that was just people scaremongering, as as we tend to do. Yes. Um, it's, uh, it's a pretty common thing. So, Ryan, hook yes. the parrel. Tell me, let's start. For, uh, you know what? Give me a bit of the range and, and how people can go about getting some of your wonderful gear. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, we started just, my brother and I started the idea of just making some shirts and bibs for ourselves. Yes. Um, we 
were struggling with the idea of what we paid for for our vibes and then having to change up your trebles and split rings and yada, right. yada, yada. Yep. We found that the, the wires um, internally were either too soft or too strong. Mm -hmm. So we started looking at what we would like. Um, so um, developed our, our um, soft plastic vibes first um, in the smaller range of the 95s. Um, and then we got our shirts. Yes. Talked about our shirts because um, one unfortunate day I was jumping into the tinny um, and lost my keys overboard, which was really deadly. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I wish these had zips. So yeah. we started looking at trying to find uh, fishing shirts with zips. There were none. Yes. In, like, little pockets. So um, we got a range of fishing shirts that expanded um, across a couple of different colors. Just trying to keep it nice and simple without any... Shouldn't pick on other brands. But they yep. they love the big dirty fish or the mangroves or the flowy... Yeah four drive prints all over him. I thought, I just want something plain and easy. Oh, I am so... Does um, nothing for me. Nah, no. Simplicity. The first couple of ones, you go, yeah, these are deadly. And you go, oh, God, they're all the same. Um, so we got our shirts done. We got them properly <laughs> UV rated. Um, so uh, we're happy with them. Gosh, then uh, we went to look at rod protection. So if you don't know, when you're traveling around, like we, we love to fish up the Gulf. Yes. And we have broken way too many rods on the way or damaged the guides or ripped things yep. off and just so um we found our rod socks or rod sleeves. Yeah. yeah. Um great idea. Ga uh, uh, Gary uses them, I use yeah, them, Reese I mean, uses it, them. The, the reality is, you know, like in my style of boat with rod lockers, yeah, I can put those rod sleeves on and yeah. um jam, you know, thirty rods in a locker. Yep. And, and not, not have any tangles or guides ripping off or any any of that sort and of And you rubbish. do not have to have a lure on no, to get no, tangles. No. They will tangle themselves. Oh, yeah. And it's a nightmare. It is yeah. ridiculous. Especially when you've got so many jammed in into a rod locker, you know, you yep. you, you will rip guides off. Yep. So yeah. But, but before we carry on, do you do two styles? Do you do like a spin to get over that first eye? Because very rarely it's it's funny you say that. So we're trying to find the very happy medium before it's too saggy for your bait casters. Yes. Um, to meet the, your spins. Yeah. Yep. Because no one wants to buy two or three different versions. And to be honest, I don't want to stock too many. <laughs> no. Um, so we've uh, the new range. Uh, it doesn't sound like much, but on without stretch, it's extra five mil. Okay. So well, that, that... when it does stretch. You can get over yep. the majority of your yep. bottom eye. It's just and we're not talking a GT pop and rod with a nah, massive nah, 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 running guide. We're talking the normal normal rod. Yeah, yeah. So um, with a bit of ingenuity, you can. What we were doing was just snipping the bottom of the sleeve. Yeah, the nine bucks. Yes, um, and they they'll protect pretty much everything. Or we found if you just because they're shaped. A little you bit oblong. It, you yeah. can actually stretch it over that bottom one yeah. as it was. Yeah. But we thought, ah, oh, it's just a little bit too tight for for my liking. Because like, am I going to damage this over time? Yeah. Haven't. But extra five mil on stock, which means you can stretch it probably an extra fifteen to twenty mil. Yeah. Um, that's the new range, just a smidge larger. Yeah. Um, because that's a bit of the feedback we were getting from fellas. Definitely. And yours are so cheap. It really is. Well, sometimes well, that's our problem. That's our problem in business is because I can't hand on heart sell things for what other people sell them for no um, and that's not picking up they're big companies with big straps. overheads right but do we go do we go more expensive I don't want to do that but then again do we do we look cheap no well like there's a and without comparing you with a no because that's certainly you can't do but that. no but like let's say we've got another local who's very similar vein to you guys bit bigger yeah. in, in, um, in BCT yeah, yeah. good bloke uh, yeah very very cheap but 
it's taken off for him now. People are, because there is a mentality, if I don't have a Trans Am on, if I haven't paid $34 for this thing, it's not going to do what my $9 vibe is going to do or my $13 every day of the week. It is, that is, uh, and I'm not saying, because Trans Am's kick ass. Oh, they're awesome. But they're a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. they, they melt as soon as they look at the yeah. sun. And it, look, that, that's and not And when you lose to... one, God, does it hurt. It, it oh. really, $34 is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I pulled a yeah. couple of um, the smaller the smaller size vibes out uh, from Hook to Prail um, last Sunday for a run. And um, the, oh, honestly, that was the first time I've ever pulled them out of, their, out of a packet yeah, to have right. a look. And um, that's because you haven't given me any before. <laughs> But uh, genuinely, the first time I was, like, I was going to rig all my rods the night before. Yeah. And I'll, I'll pull a couple of them out. I'll change some hooks and splitties. And I went to change them and I looked and there was genuinely no need to change them. They've got 6X genuine VMC size sixes on. Yeah. And I, I find a lot of, in that smaller size, I, I find number four fours are, are honestly too big a hook. They're, they're, they're actually, they're not too big for the fish. They're too big for snag resistance if you are fishing them for around sure. a bit of timber. So, and if you're fouling up once in every 10, that's too much for me. Yeah. So, yep. you know, if, if running a smaller profile hook like a size six, so any any vibes out there that I buy that does have like a size four in that 100 mil, I actually yep. re, re-hook them with size sixes. Yeah. And, um, you know, these things come with size sixes straight out of the box and they are genuine VMCs. Yep. And, yeah. um, two, seven, no and I, yeah. I, <laughs> then, um, I then wanted to test the split rings and the split rings were well and truly heavy enough. So, yeah, yep. I, I, I was quite happy to leave them stock um you know stock standard which was don't change that's them. all you They're ask for beautiful. you know yep. yeah that's right yeah now i'm fascinated by these bites um and like i said i'm going to run them this weekend and i've never ever caught a fish and taken the different lure out of his mouth and put another lure in if i catch a fish don't on it i've that. caught a fish yeah. on it no no that's it, it, i've never done people, it never will there's some people that love doing it for a bit of photo yep. yeah yeah and, and that ain't gonna happen i need because i know myself i've i've bullshitted me and and everyone else who I've who I've shown, so but I can't see a way that they're not going to work. I they think work. it's a very they very clever work. design. I'll hand on heart say they do. Yeah, um, yeah. pleasant, very very pleasantly surprised. I can't wait. Out, the, 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 yeah. Sorry, You're right. are the nines and the eleven centimeters? Do they swim the same way? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just be careful of your weighting. Like for sure, I love to I love to throw the uh, the. The purple variety, we'll just call it colours. It makes it easier for people when they're looking. Yeah. Um, up into the snags, they the jacks are just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And you can run these weedless, even though there's not yeah. a. The, yep. yep. They're salted. Yep. Which is one thing that I really wanted to go out and do, just an extra thing, because um, you've got a, there's a number of varieties in, in soft plastics now. Like when you look at a vibe and you look at soft plastic, there is there. When you go through the development stage, your mind's blown about how many different sorts of plastics and rubbers and consistent like yeah. thicknesses and everything else within them. Can these live together or do they need to be separate? No, they're good. They're good to... Do. Yeah. What about with other plastics? Are you, certain, you shouldn't anyway. Never, ever. So That's my rule of thumb. Don't mix them. Yep. No. no. Vibes and vibes from the same manufacturer? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would not mix anything with anything. No. 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 It, it opens yourself up for heartbreak. Yep. The first person who went and brought $700 worth of Trans Ams... Very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. But we've, we've got the double-sided cases um, and they're completely yeah. waterproof um, and they are completely separate. So they've got the foam backing and I'll throw um, different sort of variety of prawns on one side of my vibes or, the, or whatever on, or bites 
Yeah. Um, on the other end, they don't react. Wow. And that's the beauty of them. One of our listeners was just saying, and this certainly isn't a knock on the company because they're still going to sell them. Yeah. No, no ifs or buts. But uh, the trainees are now thirty nine ninety nine. Wow. So. Oh wow! There you go. Forty dollar. Been a long time since I brought them. Only yeah. Bass Boat. Yeah, yeah. and uh, them. Uh, this is it. Be very remiss of me to knock another. So that's not what we're yeah, doing. No. no. We're just in saying that, you know, we were fishing a patch of fish oh, two weeks ago, and. Um, it wasn't an easy bite. We, we got a few fish, a few smaller ones. But in this patch of barriers, we found some threadfin on the sounders. Like, they were good-sized threadfin, you know, yeah. probably probably a metre. And um, we, we were struggling. To, we, we, we couldn't get bites on prawns. We couldn't get bites on soft plastics. We So we reverted to a reaction bite, you know, looking for a hard body or a, um, yep. a, a vibe bite. Getting taps on the vibes we were using, and I'll be honest, this was... Um, the, we were using my, my go-tos, which were the, the Samarkis at that stage. Yeah. Um, because that, that smaller, I've, I've just had really good success with those. Mm. They vibe very hard. And, and this is the same as, as your vibe. They vibe quite well. It was too much. When we dropped back to it. Too, too hard? Yes. No. Right. It, and there when, is such a and, thing, and isn't so there? So what I done was I said to Dan, I said, drop. You well, like Gary does with his, he turns his vibe down a little bit till he's right in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hearing aid or vibe? Hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I actually made the conscious call to have someone tie on a Trans Am out of my box. Yeah. And I think second cast actually walloped it proper. For sure. And, um, and that, in my opinion, was the fact that they were... The way they were hitting our other vibes, you could it, they weren't serious. They there was something not right, and um, went back to that that more subtle vibe. Yeah, and they did crack them, so they have got a place. And you it's know. a oh, absolutely, yeah. And like we made crystal clear, yep. they kick butt, they catch, they're yeah. brilliant. Um, but it's just like you got to pick up on the mood. It's it's like uh, a lot of people get fixated um, on their sounder settings. That's it. I'm never ever changing it. Oh. I, I keep my same settings 90% of the time because yep. I don't need to change in the half. Yep. But when you go from Hinchinbrook to Morrissey's the next day, you've got to play with your contrast. You've got you to, exactly the same as your lures. Yep. One so, day they're hitting timber. The next day they're hitting the subtle vibe. The yep. day after that they're hitting the really aggressive vibing vibe. And you you got to mix it up until you find yeah. it. And that's one so. big thing, um, jumping into the tournaments, you learn very quickly. You, you walk very around and you walk around some, of the, some curve. of the really good guys, not yeah. like Reese because he couldn't catch a thing this year. <laughs> no. But you will see... No. Are dozen, we going to talk about that today? I'm, I do uh, apologise. <laughs> you see a dozen rods, all Don't, with something you, you, different. You played a game. You get angry. <laughs> no. you, you get spiteful. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> you'll, find, you'll see guys with no joke, a dozen rods, yeah. yes. all with something different. Yeah. And I think you do it. I do it. Reese yeah, does it. 100%. Yeah, and you why learn not? Very quickly. But yeah, you why, need to why do not? That. And just like, I remember people used to say it was a real tug to have two oh. two sounders on your console. No, it's not. No, no. They yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a religion. You know, I have I have my uh, down imaging in my, Every, in my yeah, map. Everything in our have, boats serve a purpose. Yes. They're, they're, they're not there for looks. For looks. Yeah, no. No. So. Um, no, they're a brilliant thing. I, I put my Apex on through the week. All Beautiful. done. Uh, my mate Ash, who was a, a master auto. See, I didn't do that, did I? Oh, you stuffed it up again, No, I can legitimately say it just started playing randomly. Gary, what are you doing? Yeah. Is Gaza having fun with us? Gremlins. Yeah. Maybe they're doing stuff in the other room. But um, he's the size of a grumble. But that was a nice little plug there for Rising Sun Marine. I just thought I'd have a little prelude in the background. So, um, where what were we on? Because uh, Apex, I, uh, Apex. Yes, yes, all done. And um, put a generator in to run it. I did put a generator. <laughs> it's running off its own battery. Beautiful. You put your so, lithium yeah. in. 
No, because I run out of the money with the Apex. Okay. <laughs> so, Reese can lend you some. Have you seen this car? Negative. Yeah, have you yeah. seen Reese's ashtray? <laughs> That's where it all is, my friend. <laughs> so, no, it is run off a uh, separate yeah, battery. Perfect. And you know what? I've just got a um, 770 Marine Pro in there. Or you can do, do it see how moment. it goes. And if it struggles, do. then you look at yep. upgrading. You yep. know? And I had originally it was going to, the battery was going to sit in the back corner, uh, the yep. opposite corner of the bike. Yep. But. Uh, we're Painful. big boys. Yeah, that is yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. That is an absolute nightmare. 100%. And I said, I cannot. <laughs> you can't put yourself through that. Put myself through that. <laughs> because, and I'll be honest oh. with you. When I've got to change my cranking battery, I have to do a lot of alcohol yeah. <laughs> and have a lot of sleep before I contemplate it. Because yeah. and because you actually, you've got to lift oh, the battery over some stuff. And I, that's why I'm looking forward to having some money to put a lithium in there. Yeah. Because I had this stuff in front of that and i'm just like i don't know why when we did when the designers designed the boat they didn't make an open shut hatch, hatch on, on top the... just to drop it straight Who in knows? i've been so tempted to but the way they've designed it because yeah. there's a step up you can't cut it out no you can't put a trap door in there so i have this little slot and the the cranking battery has about two centimeters either side yeah. on every yep. angle to fit in. Yeah. And you've got to put it in sideways and then it's at the back. My rear hatch is similar. It's only like oh, it'd be two hundred and sixty mil wide or something yeah. like that. So you've got oh, maybe three hundred tops, you know, and then you've got to get around and my hatch opens up forward. So if you're in the boat, you gotta lean you gotta have a hatch stuck up your chest trying to lean over oh, to yeah. put it in. And yes. if you're behind the boat, I've got a power pole on one side and a motor and a jack and plate turn the other side yeah. trying to, to get in there and you end up just putting your back out. It's you terrible. Do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um <laughs> and that's where lithiums have come into their Absolutely. own. Absolutely. And what side have you upgraded from? Um from twelves to sixteen. Monster. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which is and it is a monster. I didn't realize. Yeah, they're huge. Until it's until it's done, you don't realize just how big it is. You so. can go up one size and go, "Holy moly, this is incredible!" I couldn't yeah. imagine going from a twelve to a sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let alone huge. you could put a nineteen in there. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's actually a little bit daunting, intimidating, or whatever, because. I used to get home from the harbour, and I've had my boat for a long time, so it's not like. And I just put it this in is and just absolutely, process, yeah. absolutely exhausted. So yeah. there's no stripping the boat. There's no, no taking everything out, yeah. putting it away, putting this away, putting that away. So, and now I'm like, I just, I You're wouldn't have, have the to. heart to leave that in the boat. No. And uh, and I've told God knows how many thousands of listeners we have. That I've got <laughs> the Apex in, in the boat. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that will have- your number, give out your address now. Yeah, so that will have to come out, out <laughs> yeah. of the boat now and everything. It, it is bloody heavy. Yeah. Uh, slim line, but super, super heavy. Um, so you've got to be conscious of that, I suppose. And um, yeah, it's oh. just, um, I'm looking forward to it. You'll, and lots to learn. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lots to learn. Just simple stuff. Yeah. And I've been through every single, as you can imagine, Apex. There's no Apex tutorials. There is online. There is. 360 but... pages. Wow. Well, okay, well, let's not do that. It's ridiculous. So I just, I mean, the Solex for me is, is very, very... The Solex was similar in size. It, do, it just goes through, it doesn't tell you how to operate it. It just tells you what every aspect of it can yeah. do you know like for sure yeah. and i think if you're if you uh if you watch the solix tutorial or whatever yep. if you want to call it you will learn certainly the um the the, the apex because they're tired so, with the yeah, same brush exactly so, yeah. so very very menu very options similar. are all the same yeah you know a, a lot of the differences are in the hardware with the apex yeah. for sure carl jorgensen does one really good one 
where he makes it simple, clear with his two screens. This is yeah. how I run my twin yeah, Solixes. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, and and everything that he says makes sense. We yeah. might take a caller, eh? See what's going on there. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, Gary. No, you've got Marty. How are you, Greg? Yeah, you you were trying to get your bingo number. Sorry, mate. That that's my bad. Hey, uh, I'll no. get I'll give them to you this time real quick. So Janella's ninety eight this morning, and Greg, no, you. This is Bill, mate. Oh, who have I got? Bill. Oh, hey, Bill. Sorry, man. You sounded like Greg Evans. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, Bill, you're ninety eight, and who else, man? Nah, that'll do, mate. That'll do. Hey, have a wonderful weekend. All right, catch up. See you, buddy. Bye. Yeah. Oh, I'm not taking any more calls now because everyone plays a call at any time. <laughs> I threw Bill out. Hey, <laughs> poor bugger. So, um, where, where were we on then with the apexes and so forth? Yeah, so, yeah. so a lot of the differences are in the hardware with the apex, you know. Yeah. Um, the the HD screen, the yeah. dual input channels, etc. So it's all, you know, a lot of the physicality sort of differences. Yeah. The um, I, it's to put in the actual brackets. Yes. It's full on. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. doesn't slide in there. Nah. Yeah, it's they're, like, they're, 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 they're strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> extremely, <laughs> extremely strong. So, um, hey, we're going to go to our next round because uh, we're there. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking some wonderful fishing. We'll touch base back on the dam a little bit. Have a think about, and to our listeners out there, have a think about any questions that you may have for Reese. Grab your pen and paper. I'm going to give you my mobile so you can send any text messages through questions. 0428 716 Write that number down again. 0428 716 514 and you can send me a message if you've got any questions uh for ryan or reesey regarding hooked apparel gear or anything, regarding the anything. wonderful dam opening or anything you anything. want anything you want it doesn't have to be uh on that subject good morning loz how are you buddy very well very well have you come to fix our studio can you hear all the dramas that i'm having this morning <laughs> all right let's go and uh we'll be back after this ad break Hi, this is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained absolute waterfront accommodation. 
with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999 900. Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. If you think all pizza ads are the same, try reading between the lines. Yummy, 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 yum. Freshy, 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 fresh. Our pizzas aren't cardboard and are made from only fresh ingredients. I'm a big fat mama. I'm a fat and jolly chef. They're so yummy, we eat 100 of our own pizzas every Every day. Hey! Pizza Riviera for traditional Italian pizza and pasta, where you'll taste the difference, not the cardboard. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Come to Pizza Riviera. La 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 la. Bellissimo. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. We certainly are live across North Queensland on this very, very popular NQ Fishing Show on 107.1, too deadly, an absolutely fantastic station. And we thank the station, uh, they give Gaz and I so much free reign, probably too much free reign. <laughs> um, we have a ball bringing you as a fantastic show, and we're having another one of them shows this morning. I have Ryan from Hooked Apparel in, talking all things Hooked Apparel, rod sleeves, bites, lures, you name it. And I've got Reese Bullymore, we have a very very important thing coming up in our fishing institution um, over the next from now over the next 12 months there's going to be some massive changes things to get super super excited about things for our tackle store owners to get super excited yep. about uh, and why would I say that because we're on the 27th at, at the RSL Stadium at the Murray Complex we're having a public forum, a public forum yep, which is council. really, really important. And it's important for the likes of Gaz and I to be there, obviously Reese to be there, yep. for Greg Evans to be there, for... Anyone who wants to see the dam open. Yep. Well, you, and, and you, you need to be there to show Yeah, council, and if you like, don't want to see the dam open, this is your opportunity yeah. to, to be attacked. And <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, we, we need the numbers there to, to genuinely show council how, yep. how, how important this is. Um, you know, keeping in mind... You know, next March, we've got the local government election. So, you know, yeah. if they're going to make a commitment, this yeah. is the perfect time to put the pressure and on them. I mentioned our tackle stores um, because, and they know, but yep. for anyone who's not familiar with it, impoundment barra fishing is a beast in its own. Yep. It, it, it is a, a money revenue. It, and it's a whole, I it's think a whole what I'm trying rent. to say here is, 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 is we're going to lose a lot. We need a substitute in our area, yep. um, but the mackerel changes yep. now. So from, from John down the road buying 20 Halco Laser Pros a year, yep. he's only going to need to buy two yep. because he's not going to lose that many. He gets his mackerel, that's it. Yep. So the wolf herring. Mm. You're not going to sell 500 wolf herring in a month. You're going to sell 
a hundred. Yeah. We need a substitute and another this, revenue stream. Yeah. This empowerment yeah. through ABT, through mums and dads, through me and you. Yeah. It is huge. 100%. So you you will lose your Halco pros, but all of a sudden you're going to sell a hundred more packets of bites. Yeah. Um. It, 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 and yeah. I think a substitute is a great way of putting it. And it's um, you, it is so addictive if you haven't empowerment barra fish before okay so a couple of things here firstly is uh don't ever ever let anyone tell you that a freshie is a sulk that it's not going to no, fight there's some big these there. things are oh. absolutely yep. steam trains yeah to the point where quite often they will pull uh, a salty backwards now in saying that i'm gonna co- totally contradict myself <laughs> here because there are some days when these things turn into a wet sock yeah I reckon they're, we can't they're work it out. I, I think they're different, uh, different, not different types of fish. But you've got like your deep, big, big-bodied basin fish that cruise around. They're the kings, you know. They just smash everything that walks in their way, you know. The Reese bully moors, ducks, the <laughs> ducks, birds. I'll eat whatever's like comes across their face. And then you got like a different. I think they might be older fish, you know, and they, they push up into the weeds a little bit and they're skinny. And I more... would agree, except for the, I've had socks that are 75-80s. Yeah, that, that's a fair comment too. I mean, I haven't had too many. Usually that once they get to that 90 to a metre, that, that bracket, they're the most aggressive normally. Yep. Um, yep. Is water water temperature or maybe algae or is there a disease know. in there? That's, 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 because the fish don't die. No. Some do. On them days... Like those old looking ones that are skinny and had it, you know, yep. they're like right up, say, the Proserpine River Arm or, you know, right up... Yeah. Um, pandanus or whatever like way up the back you know they're they're manky looking ones in the mm-hmm. weed like i think those fish are sort of on their way out or yes they've been caught and released that many times they may be hook shy now or they're just getting old you know and, yeah. they're, and, and they're not they're not beating the young fit fish to the bait or whatever and yeah. um you know they sort of tend to he- hang out there and and sulk you know and and, yeah. and you know i think they're on their sort of last legs but yeah. um yeah I, I can't explain some of the smaller fish i personally haven't caught any of those smaller ones um yeah. you know most of the fish i sort of tend to target are those bigger fish in the deeper water um, yeah. where they do tend to be quite well conditioned you yeah. know it's like catching a 60 centimeter fish at Hinchinbrook on the flats mm. they're normal-ish looking but then yeah. you go and jig one out of the herbert and they're just deep big fit fish you know yeah. they're in clean water with good running water against For them sure. um yeah like just and do you know the other thing about these dams is that um and i'm being serious here your your kelso and land values they're going to go up yep. yep they are going to go up because I, it, yeah. as a mad keen barra fisherman, would go, you know what? I'm going to pay a little now. bit extra to live out there. And that's the thing. Unless you live in the boondocks, you've got to travel to get to Faust. Yeah. Even if you live in Proserpine, yeah. you, you've got to travel. Team Borough, Kinchin. Yeah, they're all out of the they're, way. They're all out of the way. This well, thing, for cans. Like it's, it's, yeah. no, it's not close. No, it's not, an hour and a half. This thing is right there. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. So you and I are going to go... I'm going to have a look at that land in Kelso. And uh, it, it so there is big yep. big value to be made there. Yep. And uh and you're kidding yourself if you don't think that a developer or the government or our council is not going to go, you know what? We need to put some sort of resort Camp Kanga flash. I yeah. would hope it's not a Camp Kanga. No. And nothing against Camp Kanga, no. but Camp Kanga is a half star. Yep. Yeah. It I deser- mean, it, and it, Faust it, deserves more. It was there, though, you know, from... Of course. And without Camp Kanga, I don't know that there would be anything there. 
I, I agree because wholeheartedly. They just wouldn't they wouldn't be able to cover the overheads. And Cam Kanga has some incredible memories for yeah, me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I've done some really stupid shit there. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. uh, I think our dam deserves more. Yeah. I think it deserves something special. And maybe take a piece of the Americans. Like when you go to the Mississippi or whatever, yep. they have what they call lodges. Yeah. yeah. They have this incredible Brilliant. lodge. And if, if there is so much land out there where we could have two, where we could have two, uh, you could have yeah. like the Martys of the world staying in the two star and then the Reese is staying in this star. Yeah, it, yep. it, it, it's it's a viable option, and I think that's going to happen over the years. Yeah, there's everything. Look, everything's on the table there. You know, there's a natural amphitheater on the other side there, um, where the where the old quarry is. Um, yeah. You know, they've held events there in the past. You know, so yes. Uh, yeah, you know, I could only see things going from strength to strength. You know, there'll need to be need to be significant infrastructure. Yeah. There. Like you're going to need to service the people that go Definitely. there. Definitely. You're yep. going to have grocery stores, petrol stations. I agree. Everything else. Yeah. Yep. I agree. But so. this is all positives. Yeah. This absolutely. is going to bring yeah. uh, for the Calsonians and and just the Greater Townsville region in general. Big you know? thing we there. Sixty thousand yeah. registered boats in in our region. You for know? sure. It's like the third highest per capita in Queensland. Yeah. Like me living in Garbutt, I consider our dam to be a stone throw. Yeah, yeah. it's nothing. It is absolutely... And, and you drive further it's for incredible. the southern systems here. It's, it's going to be absolutely incredible. Reese, can you describe what it's like being on the... Okay, because each... Like, I find that, um, uh, for instance, let's say between thousands... Tinaroo is too commercial for me. There's big houses and this yeah, and that. So and it feels like I'm in the middle of the canals. Yeah, there's none of that there. No, whereas Faust, I feel like... I'm on my own. I yep. feel like I'm in somewhere special. And how does our dam feel? Give us. It's probably, what's it like at the back? Oh, it's it. It sort of gets like our dam landscape wise. I'm talking like the weed and the the points and the flats is probably similar to Tinaru. So there are there's not much weed in there. Yeah, but um, without the houses, without on the, the bank, houses yeah. on the bank, which so is what I want. You'll see yeah. lot. You'll see big, long, slopey, grassy banks. You'll see rocky points. You'll see a little bit of standing timber here and there, mm. like. Um, it, it is the edge, like the flats on the outsides of the dam are quite shallow, which is like that similar yeah. to once you get up in the arms of Tinaroo. Is it cattle like most dams walk in and eating lily pads? Look, or we don't have we, that in ours? I think there are cattle yards, but they're probably to a point where they're inaccessible by boat. They're quite like they're, they're way back, out yeah. past the flats that are covered in water. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, you don't see sort of, there's no, none of that sort of. Um, stuff up there i would say it's probably a cross between uh faust and tinaru that regardless of either one though it hasn't got nowhere near the standing timber which is uh, like there's fit there's timber to fish but, yeah, right. but it's not it's not like hazardous like some of those dams are you know they're, they're yeah, some of that timber's out of control and yeah. what are those. our hazards have you and is there like a, a baby map equivalent over our dam I is have, there contours i, ha I haven't had a we as i said we really haven't fished it that much and we haven't to bothered know, to but there's even, nothing out we there. haven't even bothered to look at that no we just get on the water and and yeah. you know we're more or less waiting for that um fish to turn up while we're sort of you know half keeping an eye on on when ron's going to ring and, and and come through with the fish so and you would have sussed yeah. out when it was on low tide though well, not yeah, like, oh, sorry, so when, it, when it was on uh, when it was at fifteen yeah. percent, um, we had deep water access up to the Ross River arm. Where we couldn't get to was towards the back of Toon Pan, like probably three quarters of the way up the dam. There was a big sandbar, and it yep. got quite shallow, and we couldn't get the electro fisher up over the sandbar to get 
any further. Beautiful. But that's at fifteen percent. But and, and that's right. And the, the water beyond that sandbar was very shallow and probably not didn't hold much life. So and if you if you're going to see hazards or significant risk to yeah, the people and, or and the fish yeah. you would have seen it even at fifteen percent in the main basin. There was plenty of water. I think the Ross River Arm still had like three or four meters of water in there. Yeah, right. like, cool. yeah so you know, plenty of safe water access. I got a couple of great questions. Yeah, here. fire. Okay, first one. Morning, mate. Just wondering if there is any interest from guides to look at taking up freshwater residency from a business point of view. Thousand percent. We've already had plenty oh, yeah. of inquiries, and council's open to having multiple operators up there. Yeah, which is, which is fantastic. Again, another yeah. great tourism opportunity for the city. Definitely, definitely. Imagine putting on the brochure. Yep. That that this is yep. a, a and, big... and you know for guides Americans won't find anything surprising about this because they fish right in the guts of their yeah that's what they're all about yeah and this is so similar, except for we're not catching one and a half kilo nah, largemouth nah. we're talking fifty pounds of slobs yeah so you know <laughs> for, um, for guides in particular the biggest thing I've had them asking about is you know for for their businesses is it's a great half day option you know a couple of hundred dollars. Four hours, catch a barrow, you know. When the when it's too windy out in the salt or the tides don't suit, you can take someone up there for an easy half a day and they can catch a fish. And yeah, that's with, that's with the general population. Like if you just you're able to blow half a day one day. Yeah. You don't have to travel for it. And it's not just only there. that, it's the dollars too, you know. Three hundred bucks versus say seven or eight hundred for the day, you Absolutely. know. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. And people who want that, that that's nothing. They're gonna pay a thousand dollars a day yeah. to fish. It's um because they're putting that in their album. Yeah, they that's had, that's right. A, yeah. It, it's a bucket list for but it's like, so But it's just a many nice people. option to be able... Like, at the moment, you say, oh, can we go for half a day's fishing? Most of the gods will go, oh, yeah, look, if we want to do it next Thursday, the tide suit, because we've got a high tide at, say, 9 a.m. in the morning or a low yeah. tide, you know, we can do half an hour, half a day either side of that. And yeah, for sure. we'll be off the water. But now it's like, yeah, no dramas. We go... We go in the afternoon, go in the morning, whatever the half day is, you'll yeah. be able to find some fish to get to eat. And I don't, I don't know a guide, a barrow guide here. I mean, maybe Andrew Meads and that will say, you know what, I'm going to concentrate on my yeah, salt water. Meads he might. I can see yeah. Meadsy doing that, but then some of our other guides, yeah, no, I've they're going to be quite open. A few. Yeah, that. definitely. And then you will, that will introduce, like there will be guides that, uh, are in full-on competition, let's say in Cairns or anywhere, yep. that goes, you know what, there's an opportunity here yep. for me. Yep. I'm yep. going to set up Something base new. here. Yeah. And and you'll get it like Lindsay. Yep, 100%. Lindsay Dobe is a dedicated Faust guide. Yeah. We'll still take you in the proxy if you want. Yep. But he's dedicated and made a bloody good living yeah. there, which really substituted his... Because, and I'm not being mean here, but there's only a certain infrastructure for, for his tackle store correct there's yeah. only, only drive-throughs so yeah so he needed to you know i know it, and um, it was incredible ian's he been on board with us for for years now ian moody he's a yeah. great supporter of us a member yeah. of the, the stocking group turns up to every stocking turns See, up that's to every really meeting. really important that's good. um you know really keen to get on board with it not just for the fact of being able to guide on there but you know that's that's a byproduct he just is, is doing it because it's it he enjoys well, good it on his, him. kids come along and to he's the not stocking based Oh, it, it, whether he is, yeah, but, but, but it's again, it's for him. It won't become his his day to day operations. It'll it may, just be a, it may, but it, at the moment, it'll be a great half day option that'll fill a gap in his market. And it takes a lot of pressure off off your Andrews and so forth. Yeah, because Riddler and Andy might want to go and 
do their yep. thing out in the Cape and so forth. And that's yep. the, rather than having five guides all in the... Yeah, I know a um, uh, good mate of mine, Rod Collins, um, AFO, Australian Fly Fishing Outfitters. Yeah. Um, you know, dead set keen on, on, on um, wants to help out with the stocking group, who's come to the next meeting. And yep. just, yeah, again, another operator who's, who's shown quite good interest to um, get up on the dam. And, good you know, on, I, and you know why? Because they're seeing the opportunity. 100%. Yep. Diversity Swap, in their business. They're only yeah. swamp barrows. Yeah, that doesn't matter. They still count. Oh, oh, where'd that, that come from? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> boys. It's Reggie. <laughs> it's Reggie here. <laughs> Hello, Gazza. G'day, boys. How are you going? I'm all hooked up out the back oh, here cool. now. Oh, oh wonderful. Loz it took Loz to do it, eh? Hey, mate, uh, you were saying the stupid stuff you did at um, Camp Kanga, Marty. The uh, gang at Camp Kanga rang in and said, can you come and remove your Y fronts off their flagpole, please? I can indeed. <laughs> yeah, they're still there. You know what I thought then? I thought you said my wife. No, <laughs> I was like, she fronts. on the flagpole again. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Morning, Beck. How are you, baby? <laughs> Terrible. No, in- interesting um, tuning in and um, listening of what's going going to happen up there and, yep. and the possibilities are endless and and not forget just the dam we've also got the weirs running down from the dam oh, of course so, yes of course and that's not a secondary option no. i mean like now no, we're just about to start fishing those suckers flat in the next few months yeah. you know at night when it's a bit cooler yeah. yeah and like we said before when we very first opened the show gaza we're in our city already we've got blacks mm. gleasons applands already yeah. a fishing mecca already I don't have any circle of my friends that haven't pulled a metery out of one of them three. Correct. That's even you know, I that's, have. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty oh, special. That man. was a floater, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was, it was actually at Applands. Yeah. And the water was going over it, and I actually walked out on the top of the yep. wall. Yep. Which and, we um, don't. Uh, not allowed to. It's no, illegal no, now. No, no. no yep. you're not allowed to do that. And I hooked one over there, and. Yep. Um, walked it back to the edge so beautiful hey Gaz while we've got you on board before and we've got another question here regarding boat ramps which is a good one but before we go to that one I think it's important for people to know this too and all all of us need to um, I I think um, to teach um, uh, people who are negative about this uh, that because there's going to be people out there going oh great we know we're going to have outboards in our water supply we're going to have this in their water supply We need to educate people that we have an incredible filtration system. If, not the if, dark ages anymore. Yeah, yeah. No. If anyone thinks that that water goes directly from the dam into your tap, into your cup, yeah. it's, sadly, you are behind. Yeah. You're very And, and council's always been, every since 2017, has yep. always had their, their priority is safe drinking water. Yes, so definitely. So we have to respect that. So when someone has this argument at your workplace, oh, he's going to say, don't call him an idiot, but just say, no, you're really wrong, yeah, mate. It's, it's just there, irrelevant in this day and age. Yeah, most, most certainly. And I think that's a, an important point. And we, as the fish shows, or any listeners who, who's on our station who, who um, are in two minds about it, educate yourself with it it's a, yeah. and, and I'm, I, I think I said that in a bit of a negative way I don't mean yep. to be but but again you know it's another... our job to sh- tell people that there's, there's out of 10 negatives yep. there's 5,000 positives yep. with this yep. and, and we're sitting next to a look to be honest a mediocre plumber at least who gets it <laughs> at, so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure but um, uh, yeah and, and again that is a very valid point right? absolutely thank, thank you, you. Um, sorry Reese. that's okay I'll continue um yeah, so again, another fantastic opportunity for people who have questions or doubts to come to the 27th of November meeting with council yes. and ask those questions, you know, yeah. fantastic opportunity um, and or, you know, wait to, to, to have a look at the master plan and see how they're addressing these issues or, or whatnot or 
you know, if they're not in the master plan, it's because councils dealt with them. Ask them how they've dealt with them. You know, have you mm. put additional filtration on? Have you gone to um, chemical treatment? Have you gone to UV treatment? You no, know, how, how have you mitigated these risks? And yes. council will be able to answer those questions. Yeah, definitely. You know? I agree. Mate, let's go to our next question. Um, right. Okay. Where will the ramp be located? Yep. Uh, don't worry. I don't plan on going there later today. <laughs> <laughs> this is from our uh, person asking the question. Just out of interest for the future. Many thanks. Absolutely love the show. Thanks, Chris. No dramas. So, um, look, preliminary... I know there's a draft master plan at the moment. It's still being finalised, and that'll go along with the report to council. Yes. Um it has been identified and, and probably more than likely will will end up here or nearly 100% certain it'll end up in the Kelso area and the upper Ross River arm of the river. So, and when you say in the Kelso area, you're saying that because there is so many options. It could be in the Charles Towers area. The well, so big. basically what we've got at 15%, like I said before, we had clear water passage, safe water passage and depth um, up the Ross River arm where the sand mine at is. At 15%. Correct. So gotcha. that, that makes sense to put the boat ramp in that arm because we've got safe passage all the way out to the basin at even at low water level. So right. that's where the ramp and hard stand car park will go. It will be up at the Kelso end beyond the sort of dam wall where there's a gate across there yes uh i believe at the moment it that sort of area is all occupied by townsville graded sands okay that that that's the area where um the the future ramp well, there is no ramp there at the moment so don't get too excited how are you launching at the moment we use the, there is a, a a makeshift ramp on the quarry side so you know we have to have special permits to be able to get over to Obviously. the quarry side and you meet the ranger there yeah I'm correct yeah. oh yeah we got to get keys so there off is him. there is yeah. rangers that... this is a full process i need yeah. to, to be able to put my boats in there or our volunteers boats in there just to to release fish even without fishing mm. Um, we, we need to have approval from the general manager of Townsville Water. We have yeah. to have all of our ducks in a row. We have to have skippers who are briefed. We've got exclusion. Like, it's, yep. Is it four-wheel drive access the ramp? or? Uh, you can get away with two. The current, the, the makeshift one we use, it's probably advised you could get away. But the one we're getting built will obviously be a nice single-lane concrete ramp. You know, a Single-lane. Like, similar to Faust. Yeah. Um, yeah. Depending on how far the budget can and stretch, of course. for those who that, haven't launched at Faust before... It can be quite daunting. Yep. You don't want to be um, uh, not experienced with reversing. Yeah. Lots of things can go on because there's drop-offs. Yep. She's a single she's yeah. a single ramp. So, so you know, um, depending learn, on... Teach yourself. Depending on how, how far the budget will stretch, that yeah. may end up with a double depending... You know, it might only cost... Like building a road, if you can build four lanes instead of two, you, you have your cost at the same time. So mm. you're not remobilising to add to it. So yeah. um, if the budget stretches, they may have a pontoon. I, I don't know what that'll look like. And yeah. obviously it'll depend on how much council want to fund it slash go and seek funding for it yes. so you know they might work with the state the state guys and, and go and get that funding if it if it gets to that sort of level of, of dollars that they're chasing yeah um but yeah it has been identified that it will be up the ross river arm um kelso side there where there's nice safe deep water access most of the year round oh beautiful hey thanks for that question chris that was a good one yeah good one so yep. yeah and this again this is all stuff that will be out on that meeting at the 27th so i really urge a lot of people, as many people as we can to, to attend that meeting just to, for two reasons, yep. to learn and understand and ask the hard questions of council and just show your support so council understand how big of an impact this is going to have on, on the city and, you know, potentially the, the, the um, election next year. 
Yeah, definitely. And them dates again because we've got to keep it. November 27th, Monday yep. evening from 6.30 p.m. Townsville RSL Circle Stadium. Circle it in now. Yep. Super, super important. Yep. You'll, you'll see me so, floating around there. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I went for a little fish uh, last week. Nice. Found, found some nices. Excellent. It was hard work for me. It was. And I don't know if anyone can remember last weekend, but um, it, the, the and I don't. Think, I think it's absolute glamour out there. If, if, if anyone's on the water, let Gazan know so he can let us know because I'm thinking it must be like glass almost it yeah. might have blown up a little bit now but i think I'm we're ju- looking you there mate yeah gaza yep, yep. i'm just i just got a, a message from nathan kellett he's uh, on his way out to Morning, the north i watched him last night with on the second uh on the part two with um him and jimmy oh that would be did they have clothes on no not on that one. <laughs> oh, so that's that a fishing video, video. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh that's a fishing video oh good yes just clarifying that um, yeah, he's heading out for an overnighter out the reef, so he just sent me a message, and I've just um, sent one back to see, ask him if it's flat out there. But it's only six knots in the bay at the moment. So. Oh, wow. That is absolutely fantastic. And now Pinkfish's closures back up again? Uh, no, not for Spanish. No, no Spanish are down. closed. Yep. Because Pinkfish was down last week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Finfish yes. is back up and running. Yep, is that yes. correct, Gaz? Yes. That is correct, Marty. The mackerel are to the end of the month, yep. and yep. the Finfish were the other day are back. So you can get yep. your trout and lippers and all that type of stuff. Beautiful. You can't get Spaniards, but you can get greys, doggies, or spotties. So yep. Beautiful. Thanks, so buddy. So all good. You're right. Cheers, mate. Yeah, so last weekend, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for a fish and everything. And uh, it just, uh, um, I threw uh, on the water by midnight. What day did you? What Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. yeah. And uh, I caught a myriad of Trevally. It was so many Trevally. And there was a lot of boats on the water, first yeah. of all. Secondly, it was howling. It was really, yeah, so really yucky we, I outside. Don't, did you see us go out Sunday morning? No. So we must have just missed each other. Must have just yeah. missed each other. It and was, I'll talk about that in a second. because um, And I was a little bit desperate by this stage because 4 o'clock in the morning had come. And finally, it just started to drop off a bit. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's almost like you could feel it straight that away. Should, that, was, yeah, that blew northerly all night. And that's oh, not... That shouldn't it. The day before, it didn't. And Friday, it didn't. There was easterly in it at Correct, times. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So anyway, at four o'clock in the morning, it just started, and I'm like, right, I'm running a gauntlet here because obviously it was still slopping. Yeah, yeah. But that wind pushing in your face had gone. Yeah. Because when it's northerlies or a bit easterly, it comes directly in there. Yeah. It is. So I shot around, and um, before then, I'd sighted two barrows. Yeah. And um, both of them were good, and both of them were in eat mode. You yep, could yep, see yep. they they, they, they were up. they were yeah. lit up. And both times, I put a lure in the perfect place. So when you do this, when you sight a barrel, you don't want to put that lure nah, on the snow. No. <laughs> you want to be a good metre and a half away from it. Make it come to you. Half a metre off yeah. him. Yeah. When he goes past his face, you want to be about that 50 centimetres yep. off him. So, That's when they'll that crack it. is yeah. absolutely perfect. If you accidentally throw over the fish, the worst thing you can do is start winding. Pop it Just over him. Just to, to do whatever you can to, to not stalk yeah. it. Otherwise, it's all over. So both times, perfect opportunities. Put it past there. Both times got nailed by GT. Oh, wow. Out of nowhere. (laughs) Bang. Bang. And to to the point, there was that many GTs around. And I'm not talking 30 centimetres. Like, these were two, two and a half kilo ones. pain in the ass Pain in the ass ones. (laughs) But that's all I was catching. So I I was taking it until I saw Barra. Then I'm like, you stay away. How do I get these? You stay away. Yeah, yeah. So, and then then that weather dropped off. So, right, this is my opportunity. So I shot around to one of my spots. And it just looked perfect because the, the tide had started coming in. Yep. So there was dirty water. There was that dirty was our water issue coming. Sunday. We'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. Well, yeah. th- th- but 
my good issue was I had clean water. So yeah. clean and dirty. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a barren mecca. Yeah. You're yeah. right. It's all going to happen. And it did. Yeah. Uh, like a uh, quarter past four, I got my first one. And it was probably about that 90, yep. 90 size, which yep, yep. was, a, you know, it's a good fish in anyone's book. And then um, I got some really nice photos of it. Yep. And I, I didn't put this on my post, but this is a true story. I got the nice photos, and obviously I've told you. Yeah. And because I'd worked so hard, and I'm going to be honest here, I, I was that that fish was coming home from my yep, family. Yep, yep. And uh, except it decided it was going to gill rate me, so it's turned on the side and it's gill rate my finger, which bloody hurt. <laughs> yeah. And so everywhere. I've dropped it. It was oh. ping and blood. Yeah, proper. Ping and, <laughs> yeah. It was everywhere. <laughs> they always do. Absolutely eh? everywhere. And it's dropped on the boat, and then when it's dropped, it startled. It's gone boom. And flipped he, over. he flipped over straight into the drink. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was that. Survivor. And uh, I wasn't happy. I was not happy. So um, uh, <clears throat> that, that fish was released. And then I hour. thought, you know, I'm not going to drop my head. I'm just going to keep going. And then within three casts, I got Mate. that one about yep. 80. Beautiful. And nice. then Even five casts size. later, I got one that was 61. So they just, that's how they switch on. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We are switching on. We're eating. That is it. And it is amazing in summertime that I blinked and the sun was coming up. Yep. That sun comes up when you're on the water. It just, it starts breaking around about that ten to five, yep. and whatever. And the last fish I got um, in between everything, that, that I think that was just so, so between a quarter past four and then a quarter past uh, and then a quarter two. Yeah, I had some yep. really good opportunities yep, yep, and yep. landed three and yep. and so forth. So that was that done. And then I thought, okay, so my idea from them was, I'm going to shoot over the, to Crocky where you boys yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to go and play at Coco and Crocky and, and had everything yeah. rigged up to do it. And then when that's like it does when you're driving, that's when you, you, you go, boom. Good brain. I'm, I'm, and if I hadn't fought Eastleys all night or had a night you full of frustration, right. yeah. I think I would have been okay. But I was just that. Plus, I had fish in you the did, You esky. didn't miss much, man. That was no. the, 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 the water down the bay was terrible on yeah. that Sunday. It was just chocolate milk. Yep. It was... And then and then the wind swung probably about ten o'clock to a northwest. Yeah, and, and that just really hurt. I mean, I think we got nine for the morning, and yep. they were all like fifty five. Was yeah. it all just chocolate, no lines? Nothing. No, it was yeah. just brown. And you need the lines, yeah. So yeah. yeah. It was just brown that's water. That's what you want. There was a few fish marking. Don't get me wrong. We sounded mm. them, and we caught like yeah, as yeah. I said nine or ten, but they were all like fifty five. Well, the bay was dirty, Reese. The whole bay, yeah, it was the, yuck. Yeah, you know? even where um, I, I was, yeah. and I um, and the dirty it up even more because. I said, okay, I'm just going to go and have a, have a look at the wall. Yeah. And um, and I don't do a lot of day fishing in, at, at the wall, but, you know, I yep. wanted to go saw some areas out. And when it was already dirty, um, when I went around the corner, that big giant car ship was coming in. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's when I... Yep, yep, yep. I went around it to the point where I had to wait for that to go yeah, through, gotcha. which I don't mind doing because them things are like a city on oh, water. Well, I yeah. love it. I'm yeah, just fascinated cool, awesome. by them. I just sat back and watched it. And then, um, so I shot around at the corner to, to the wall and, um, and then was lucky enough to pick up that big jack, which was... Yeah, um, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, and he, he was Having, over 50, which I was pretty stoked with. And that ate a Berkeley, Berkeley Shimmer um, Pro. It was bigger shirt. than Gary's, right? I always get it wrong. Ryan, Ryan Tully's going to be giggling. No, it was not. It was not 53. That's oh, for sure. It wasn't bigger. It. wasn't bigger than Gaz's. So no, um, nowhere near it. You've caught one so before. How, haven't do, you, how do you mute? <laughs> for you can't, sake. mate. You, you can't. can't. Hey, I just I just sent you an awesome photo. Um, Nathan Kellett first drop. He's got a trout about 60 centimeters. Ooh, so it's beautiful out lovely. there. It is absolutely glorious. He said. Oh wow! Look at the background. That is glorious. Yeah. 
Good yeah, on you. No. Is he reaching us out there, or he's going to have to listen to it on the podcast, isn't he? No, he's probably tuning in, mate. He'll let me know. Morning, Nath. He'll be tuning in out there on the rad. Right. There's no structure in the background that we can Google Earth, Gazza. Ah, uh, the casino <laughs> is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to talk about the casino, actually, and the, and the, uh, the wreck coming out. There was a lot of... Um, a lot of sad anglers, including myself and you and uh, Sam Sad and, and the likes and Matty. Well, so. I don't know whether it was 100% coming out. Um, it looked like they were pulling it out, but I did say in our Facebook post that um, I could be mistaken. They might be doing maintenance on something else, but it did look in the right on the wreck that there was a diver in the water and a, a crane off a barge in there trying to pull something out. Wow. So. Oh, well, that's something, isn't it? Yeah, 500,000 lures it probably pulled out that are stuck on it. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because that's exactly what we're talking about through the week. And I mentioned to you that I've uh, put quite a few because when I go there, I like to do a troll uh, past them pipes uh, yes. directly out front of the harbour. But to get to that, to, to get because that's the deepest part of that wall, okay? So that whole wall on average is around about six, seven foot on a normal tide. But then you come to direct to the back of the harbour, uh, but to the back of the casino, and it actually drops down to about eight and a half to nine foot. And that slightest little variation in the wall, for me, the fish hold up there, and that's really, really good. So with that, the wreck was fine. I used to be able to work around that wreck, no problems, but then they put that yellow sort of matting around it, and uh, and which come out further than the wreck, which sort of stuffed my run up a bit. So I used to um, run the gauntlet and try and get as close as I could to, I, uh, to that as I could. And obviously I'd come unstuck every now and again. And uh, I don't know how many classic barrows were sitting on that um, <laughs> yellow matting. <laughs> I, put, I put that yellow thing in there. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, it's actually a gill net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an idiot. This is All a right. phone call, Gazza. I've got a phone call. See you. See you, oh, It's like Dickie Knee of the radio. Yeah, yeah. someone saved us. <laughs> Holy hell. All uh, right. Aggro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever watch back some of the aggro stuff? Oh, that, was, that, that, was that would not survive today. Was <laughs> it was hilarious. A, he had some sexual... He, oh, he, man. He, I think that was Gazza. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same size yep. oh. and same sexual deprivacy. Same, so, same just sounding more gray voice. Now. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, uh, what's that? No, I'll have a look at that in the ad break. So, all right, very good. Let's go to our next, uh, well, not song yet. We'll set up a song a little bit later on. We don't really need songs today. We've we've got that much going on. And uh, not too far away, we're going to talk to Emma from the Lucinda, Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Don't forget, we're going to cross over to Gordo and uh, see what's happening um, at the Cleveland Bay Seafoods. I see some lovely new number three prawns endeavours maybe come, come yeah. in. So nice. advertised this morning. So that's going to be very very popular barra bonanza is going on at the moment and i know kai and lenny and and uh Nighty are uh, up there having a bit of a fish so we might try and touch base with them and see if they've put any fish on board out of curiosity i think Nighty said that he was going around to missionary this morning so uh be nice to see if a few barrows are coming on board and get a bit of an on-water report for anyone that's going up to that neck of the woods tomorrow all right we'll be back with you guys shortly i certainly hope that you are enjoying the show this morning we're covering some really really important important issues i've got ryan from hook the Parallel on board i've got gaza on board in another boat in another room and agro. i've got reesey bullymore <laughs> yeah we're, we're calling him yeah we'll, we'll go with agro yeah i think so all right sounds great all right guys and girls see you soon
Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 triple nine nine hundred station sponsor hey cedric your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped yeah that's kai sign mob they are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps you know they had so many daily designs to choose from now my boat's wrapped i'm wrapped my missus she's wrapped maybe you should write a rap song about kai science now that's a rap too right want to know more go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. We are live across North Queensland on the Saturday Morning Fishing Show, having a fantastic show this morning. What dates do you think, is there, is there anything in line, and I know this is a hard question, and I'm not looking for a particular day, but we're not talking 2028, 2029, oh, no, are we? We're no. not going to have this excitement for a three or four year interval. I'll, if if that, if that date gets announced at the meeting, I'll be punching on with people. Yeah. <laughs> like legit. Yeah, for sure. It's not going to fly. So, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been working a lot behind the scenes on this and yeah i've made them acutely aware that that's just not going to roll so yeah definitely um i think you'll see um infrastructure 2024 yes okay. um i think you'll see land-based fishing I, I i don't know whether it'll be the start or the end but I, yeah. i'd like and to see land-based fishing will obviously uh, be strictly uh, regimented as not at the at the basin wall yeah no there's dangerous. designated areas for it that'll be yep. that's already identified in the master plan so is get... there an alarm that goes off if the walls are going to be opened or anything 
Um, I think you'll see. No, I, I'll be honest. I don't know. Um, that'll all be detailed in I the master plan. I would think there would be with ours. Like, there's nothing at Faust because there's nothing that can open. No, that's right. But that's something I mean. that can Not walls that can open have gates. So, uh, I, without a doubt, there would be. But the exclusion zone will take care of that anyway. So, um, but, yeah. you know, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, that will be detailed in their policies and procedures. You know, that yeah. fall out of the master plan there. Yeah. So. Let, um, yeah. Let's uh, venture back to the electrofishing again. Yep. Give me the species that come so on board. We had um, mouthful mighties. Mouthful mighties. Yep. What size are the mouthful? They're a spectacular they were, they were fish. Huge. I love they them. They like 15 centimeters. That is a huge yeah, mouthful mighty. Yeah. Uh, giant sleepy cods, heaps of sleepy cods in there, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Um, there were. And if someone did want to keep a feed, a sleepy cod is, is yeah, apparently those. applicable. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to be fresh, polite. They look like freshwater flathead, if you ask me. But yeah, they're a pretty cool fish. Yeah, and they'll crack a lure too. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was there was uh, mouth almighties. Um, the I'll see if I can dig up the report. Actually, I might post it on our Facebook page so people can have a read of it. Just Any Murray sleeping. cod? No <laughs> negative. Oh right, there were oh. um, there were jade and ra- there were jade perch in there and spangled yes. perch, uh, and they were quite sizable. We did get a couple of big tilapia, as I said before. Um, yep. There was definitely red claws. There were rainbow fish, a whole heap of other native sorts of species as well. Uh, so I think, you know, your, your banded grunners and that sort of stuff. What uh, about jungle perch? Yeah, no, we didn't. I don't recall seeing a jungle perch come in from the, um, in, in the, the thing there. Yep. Um, we didn't, there was no sooties. Now, sooties aren't endemic to that river no. system, so we, we can't actually stock them even if we wanted to. Well, we've actually been offered donations of like 50,000 sooties for free. Uh, we, but we had to turn them down because they, they're not actually on our permit to be able to stock that system. Interesting so. question then. Would yep. if, you ta- if, they, if you were allowed? Oh, 100%, yeah. You would take the sooties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I see no doubt. You reckon, like, yeah. like Faust has got a real name for footballer sooties. Yeah. Like prop yep. Yep. Sooties, and they get bigger than anywhere else. Yeah. How do you think our dam would have um, accommodated them? Would I they, think would that would have be been something fine. special. Yeah, it would have been, you know, and the the other one that's still on the cards too um, is potentially the stocking of Big Eye Trevally in there. Um, what? No. Yeah, so we had fisheries approach us. I don't, yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll explain a little bit about For that. For sure. So we had fisheries approach us as a greenfield site, greenfield being that we've never stocked it before. Yeah. Um, with a trial, they've identified two dams across Queensland where they want to trial stocking of Big Eye Trevally. Um, so they, they can breed and, and survive in fresh... Ah, uh, sorry. They can be bred and then survive in fresh water. They can't breed. That would be good yeah, fun. They can't breed. Yeah, so you're out on a point, you know, with a squirrel and then you get like, you know, a 15 kilo GT take, <laughs> yeah, take yeah. it for a roll. Get torn out of the <laughs> boat. Yeah. Or you throw like... in a, throw in a rooster popper around out on the out on a rocky point there. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's still on the cards. So they initially came to us and we weren't not – we were happy to, to, to roll with it. Council were, but what council didn't want, and, and totally agreeance with council, their, their focus and priority is on opening the dam. Not they And fisheries wanted uh, quite a little bit of uh, commitment over X years, X dollars per year to, to get this program uh, at a trial phase for here. Um, and council said, hey, we support it in principle. However, our focus is on opening the dam at the moment, yep. which is fair enough. Fair and, enough. And our, our, uh, our voice is basically the same. You know, we will we'll support the ideology behind it. However, we can't put funds towards it. So yeah. yep. um, 
anyway, 12 months went by. Fisheries come back and said, oh, um, you know, if we find some funding for that, would you still be interested in trialling it? And we mm-hmm. said, yeah, for sure. So uh, we haven't heard back yet. So we'll, we'll so what, keep in is touch Is there with something them. special about the big Itra Valley for being able to... Uh, Especially over sorties. Yeah. For families and stuff. But, you know, so I mean, like, you couldn't them. do that with a trout and you couldn't do it with a... With no. A so so it's based on... There's a couple of aspects. Over in um, the freshwater lakes in... I'm going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Thailand. There are a few lakes that have been stocked with Big Eye Trevally. Um, they do survive quite well in freshwater and they do actually eat okay that takes some okay. of that gaminess and that oil out of their out of their out of their flesh okay so they are actually and not the big oil is a is a red fleshed uh, fish. a little bit yeah little bit. so they got they're the sort of more torpedo-y shaped ones yeah. with a big eye on yes them. um the idea is that they grow quite quick they don't grow massive so they're not going to be a a monstrous impact on say 60 centimeter and plus size barras for sure and we and then they can't breed so we're not worried about them taking away from the food source of barras or attacking like but we can, do school hard yeah but we can control the numbers if we say it's all hey none of our fish are surviving after three years because those things are just mowing them yeah. down yeah um it'll be like a, a matter of okay well we're just not going to stock them anymore these fish will, will get caught and die or they could have a campaign to to catch those and not release them right um and then all of a sudden it's all over and we go back to catching our normal meter long barras you know um so oh. yeah <laughs> so but it is an exciting um alternative that 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 is looking to be stocked up there which yeah. i think could be cool as a, as a as a trial sort of thing yeah definitely um yeah so they're breeding those those big archer valley down on the the fraser coast at the moment yeah and um yeah they will survive up in the fresh water there Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm going to let you boys talk for a moment. I'm yep. going to get Emma from Lucinda Fishing Lodge on the phone. So, it, you know, when you take your family away with young kids, it's like you and I do, yep. having having something else in there. Because, you know, for young kids trying to catch barramundi, it can be difficult. Oh, 100%. Them. So yeah. having like a, an alternative yep. source of, you know, yep. having fun for your kids would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Some of the other species on there that we can stock that we haven't because of funding reasons and other reasons... Um, the freshwater garfish, so that's actually oh, yeah. up there as a native, and and they, they they look like those alligator gars in the states. They're actually a, a totally. They're not just like a little sort of gar. These these things are huge. They're like Gosh. that round. Beautiful. Hey, I want to continue with yep, this yep. subject because it's quite interesting yeah, for definitely. me, and it's going to be for our listeners too. Just what's yep. out there. In the meantime, let's cross to Emma from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge on an absolutely beautiful morning. Good morning, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are we all? Excellent. Are you being the boating queen this morning or are you restricted to land? We've actually just come back. We went to uh, take the kids over yesterday. We did a quick trip over to um, Yanks and just did a swim and, and um, yeah, did the paddle boarding and swimming, the kid thing, and um, coming back, watching all the people go out to the reef was a bit heartbreaking, but uh, that's them's the breaks. <laughs> oh, wow. What a life. How was Yanks looking, Yanks Jetty? Oh. Stunning. Yes, so beautiful. Absolutely oh. beautiful. Yep. It was glass. There was nobody else there. Um, while we were there, it was like just deserted. Yes. Um, which was fantastic on a weekday. So oh, yeah. that's why we like to do it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was beautiful. So calm. And um, yeah, I've just got a, a King's paddle board. So I'm going to try and stand up on it. But uh, yeah, definitely hit the deck trying to stand up on that yesterday. So that was a bit of a laugh. But yes, um, it would have been. Sort of, <laughs> nice paddling over you you know you can see all the coral and you can see all the fish they sort of um 
around you. Actually, I must have scared him up a bit, and they sort of followed me around. And yeah, it's pretty cool. The kids were loving it. So, How yeah, good is that? Did you have a little bit of a squiz underneath the jetty to see any of them big, beautiful jacks and trout? Yeah, I did, and that's where I had. I was on the paddleboard, like paddling around it, and they they were following me from underneath the jetty. They came out to have a look, and oh, must have been looking for some bread, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and remembering absolutely no fishing out there, listeners. Let them no, beautiful fish. Right. Do you see that croc? Yeah. That, see that croc that hangs around there? I have not no. seen the croc that hangs around there. <laughs> no, I'm only staring. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're but an idiot. they do go out to the reef. so just oh, Of course they do. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Of course I've they do. A couple, of, couple of sharks out there, yep. which I was uh, starting, trying not to think about. But, um... <laughs> in, the, in the tiger's breeding ground, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I used to do the snorkeling thing, and now I think I've maybe watched too many shark videos, and um, yeah, it's definitely putting put you off a bit. So, well, you um, know what, you've got a right to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 you've definitely. got a right to be a bit put off. So, like, I know the spearers are like, nah, this is what I do. I'm getting in there, oh. but uh, for the likes of you and I, and uh, every every second fish gets eaten by a shark, um, oh. it's a bit of a concern for us. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the boys that went out to the reef yesterday, they said that they were just getting absolutely hammered by the shark. Oh, um, God, I hate yeah, hearing that. You know, oh, I don't know the tax man, but you know they only take the reds. They work smarter, not harder. Those bloody sharks. So yeah, they were pretty disappointed with that. And um, you know, once the sharks sort of start to harass you, you have to sort of pack up and move somewhere else. But yeah, that's, I guess it's part and parcel of it. But, but um, the reef's been doing really well. People have been having such a good trip out and it's, yeah, today is just glamorous. I posted a photo and we came back in early this morning. Beautiful. And, Can you hear yeah. Gary being an idiot in the background? <laughs> That's bloody Gary. Yeah. Is, is, That's alright. You're just railroading my segment with Miss <laughs> M. I am. You're there. a fool, Gary. Oh, it's an idiot, <laughs> isn't it? Can't help himself. I am. Here you go. That's just the Jaws theme going in the background there just to add... <laughs> Add uh, atmosphere. It's called atmosphere. Oh, very good. That, that's why you are where you are, Gaz, at the top yep. of the tree, I'll, my friend. I'll answer the phone now. Bye. <laughs> See you, mate. Bye. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was saying I posted a photo if you want to see how beautiful and flat it is out there. Um, I posted a photo just where the barge is on the way out to the jetty, and it's just, yeah, it was... Pristine. <laughs> oh, absolutely gorgeous. Yes, yeah, so I'll be heading home after saying my farewells to Brucey and hooking the boat up this afternoon and getting it all ready. So uh, I'm looking forward to that and go and have a bit of a play tonight. Yep. So, yeah, no, it's perfect, perfect to do. You've got to do it while you can, hey, and it's, how rare is it lately to get it on a, on a weekend? <laughs> yes, it is uh, super, super rare. And then when we do get a slightly half-decent one, they put a, the closures all over the place on oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what yeah. oh, a beautiful day for the closure. <laughs> yeah, yep, unbelievable. Yeah. No, it was but gorgeous that morning. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it was. But yeah, it's all, all going um, perfect up here at the lodge. We've got uh, a lot of regulars that come up in October. They come up from down south, so they're all visiting, and um, it's great to see everybody again. And they're all doing really well. Up the channel's doing really well. So seeing lots of grunts are getting caught up the channel at the moment, actually. The grunters are going well. Excellent. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. We don't see as many crocs anymore. It's a bit getting a bit hot, so they're not um, sitting out as much now, so you really got to look hard for those. Yeah. But yeah, it's just been, been awesome up here, and yeah, it's... That, just that time of year. So pristine, beautiful views. It's just, yeah, we're very spoiled. You are very spoiled. And how are you <laughs> going for accommodation? Is there any openings that have become available? Um, I have a couple of days I've posted up on the Facebook. There's yes. two nights that have become available in Waterfront Apartment Number 3 just before the end 
um, of the closure of the bar season. It's a during-the-week one. Yes. Um, so two nights will become available for that. You can get eight people in that one upstairs. It's a four-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment. Um, so, yeah, you can get a couple of families in there or you can do a boys' trip. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's plenty of space. It's right on the waterfront. You've got the big patio there. Sounds so you good. can see your boats on the pontoon. Um, so if anyone is keen to come up and get a barrow before the season closes, there is that one available. I told... Um, um, I told my work I'm going to have a day off uh, before the end of the season, so um, I might yeah. try and grab Gazza and, and take him out somewhere and, and, yeah. and, and we'll go have a bit of a fish together because we said we are going to yeah. do it and it never, ever happened. So, But he's got yeah. this island job now, so I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm sure he can steal one day. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you got to because before you know it, you know, you're at the end of the year, then it's Christmas and then... You know, it just, yeah, it goes by so fast. If you don't take the time to, if you don't make time to take time, you never make the memories. So you got to get out there and do it. Ain't that the truth. Beautiful. Emma, how do people get in contact with you to book in your beautiful lodge? You can give me a call on 0477-999-900. Um, you can jump on the website, www.lucindafishinglodge.com.au. It's got all of the apartments on there with videos that you can do a virtual tour. Yes. Um, or you can keep an eye out on the Facebook, always posting videos and photos of what's ah, going on. Another great day in the city of Townsville. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> you, put your hands behind your back. Right up. Get on the ground. Yeah, right. Okay, 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 okay. That my my uh, my uh, radio I, I, is doing I, lots of funny things. Yeah, just I yeah. just me yeah. here. It's no, just... no, it's not because we had power outages everywhere last night. Yeah, um, yeah here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the boys are directly go. in front of me. Here, we can attest to you did coming. nothing there. Yeah. I'm sitting here and all of a sudden yeah. it goes off. It's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There is a ghost yeah. in the studio, my friend. You noticed I'm not in there, at M. I'm stuck yeah, out yeah. the back. Pressing buttons. And, and and then look at him. He's fallen apart. Well, this is untrue, but I'm going to let you have your moment of glory. Oh, I'm just sitting back here listening to it um, and just noting it down. I've got uh, 45 mistakes so far through the show uh, 47. that I've noted. 47. So you've made one yourself, has it? No, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what could be happening. I know what's happening. No, go on then. It's a ghost. Definitely. Yeah, no, um, because uh, I was talking to Loz, the station technician, uh, and he was saying because of the power outage and everything dropped out all over the world last night, um, what's happened with the computers, that the Ray Hadley show sends a pulse which automatically triggers um, the adverts to go. So that could be happening. I'll stick up for you, Marty. That could Thanks, be buddy. what it is. Um, and he, has, he he can't get into the computers while we're on air to sort that out. So We'll fix so, it. Well, no, you certainly are. I, I <laughs> certainly am. I'm just... Um, it's, it's actually thrown my sequence out completely here, so I've got to go back and find our... Because what are we in? We're in break... Break... Uh, break two, hour two. All right, I'm finding yeah, it. Sh- should be yeah, your fourth yeah, lot, found so it. away you go. See, I found it now. See what happens in when I'm not in there? Hush, right, yeah. hush, child. Yeah. All right, phone's yeah. ringing, got to go, bye. <laughs> it <laughs> is proper decky knee. It is. Dropping, oh, my Lord. grenades and running. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh. Emma, thank you so much for joining us this morning. What's your number so people can book? Zero four double seven triple nine nine hundred. Give us a bell if you need to know anything about the lodge or if you're looking for dates for accommodation. Yes. Um, give us a call and uh, we can have a chat. Awesome. All right. Well, we look forward to it and we look forward to talking to you next Saturday morning. Thank you for joining us again, Em. No worries. Thanks, Hey, Everyone have a good one. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.
Oh, well, there we go, Miss M. Mean, what a wild bloody talk that was. Everything was going against me, but it looks like we are lined up, and it is that time when we can go to an ad break, and um, I can go into the next room and then take Gaza. It's funny. And uh, get that sorted out. I took my mate, uh, my mate Josh down to the uh, Barabash um, at Lucinda, and yeah. it's crazy the amount of people who have not been through Lucinda and just seen how magical not it is. Not been through, through Lucinda. Uh, incredible. Even locals have been here for years. I'd love to live there. Oh, isn't it incredible? Oh, just need to win the lotto. But <laughs> yep. just absolutely taken back by the lodge and Lucinda, just the, the boat access and the parking that yeah, we, we, cool. we can't even eat in cans. It's, yeah, and the access through, you know, we, Hinchinbrook, you know I, Every now and then I get, you know, you fish Hinchinbrook, you fish Hinchinbrook. It's really great. You catch barras. It's a nice time. Then you get over fishing Hinchinbrook and then you don't fish it for six weeks or eight <laughs> weeks and you go, man, how nice is this place? You well, know? I've got that yeah, beauty because yeah. it's, it's a trip for me. Yeah, well, and that's, we got to keep remembering that it's only for me anyway. It's only an hour's out of home. You, you know, know what like I... most people plan their lifetime trips around, not yep. lifetime, but you know, once a year trip. We're going to Hinchinbrook yep. and they catch bugger all because they're not fishing there every weekend. Like, and you do need to fish it, hundred percent. But you know? uh, I like I love watching the YouTube videos, and I find them more and more because if if you don't really push yourself out there in the YouTube world. You don't get recognised. Like yeah. there's five or six names that are synonymous. Some rightly, some correct, not rightly. Yeah. Um, but like I found one last night um, called uh, Sports Fishing Junkie. Oh, I think I've seen a couple. Of yeah, those. yeah, and he yeah. specialises in Hinchinbrook. Yeah. And uh, and it, there's some marvellous. You, you there's no ifs or buts. You learn. Yeah. You learn some stuff and it's everything is a comp fishing as well especially and this you guy so fishes much, the flats yeah. and uh, yeah. I think something that's important for and you'll know this Reese because you specialise this when when we hear flats when someone like me hears flats we're thinking we've got to find gutters we've got to find snake drains mm-hmm. that's where we concentrate yeah. no he is finding fish just in the middle of nowhere on the flats. That's yeah. where your life comes into it. Yeah I, even before the live even you know, before I, the live I took you there once I think there Ryan is no and, gutter yeah. there is nah, there's no, no trees there is it's just, just patch a flat of, patch of dirty water. Pa- yep. Maybe a patch of dirty water. Yep. No, mostly a patch mostly. of dirty yep, water. Yep. Or a, or a you, colour, colour line on a, yeah. on a mud flat. Do, nothing yeah, else. and that yeah. colour line's only coming out two metres, but yep, they're yep. using that's that. That's what I'm after. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where that, <laughs> and that. And that's what we talk about. You've got dirty water and you've got the right dirty, dirty water, water, you know. Yeah. Dirty water as a whole, like the bay last Sunday, yep. ter- terrible. Like it spreads yep. them out. It makes them, they're just not there. You get a two metre colour line off a current line or a, a mud flat yeah. and they're just stacked in there. Yep. Well, this guy, and I don't know who he is, but this sports fishing junkie, he gets excited when it's 30 knots, 25 feet, because he concentrates on them flat. So he yeah. just goes directly to where that wind's blowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he obviously knows this system very well. Yeah. Uses exactly the same as face, Faust or, yeah. or wherever. Because it's the same yeah. deal. I'm back. That, that oh. wind... Yeah, you're Mate. not included in this conversation. No, no we're talking you. about barras, something that you're I'm, not. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to do... not Brim your, or Jack, so... I'll, <laughs> I'll do your research for you, Marty. The sports fishing junkie is Adam Royal, president of the, oh, there you uh, go. Of the uh, Hinchinbrook yep. Sport Fishing Club. Ah, well, um, there we go. Yeah, just thought I'd... A uh, bit of research for you. Thank you very just, much. Have you watched any of his vids? Yeah, mate, they're only short little They bits, are short, but, uh, but that's all you need. Yeah, that's right. You've that's done a lot need. of stuff with short things, Gaz. Yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, they eventually turn bigger the more you cast and play <laughs> with them. So, so no, he uh, he fishes a lot of, like you said, the flats yeah. and the drains and stuff like that. And mm. they're, they're actually quite, quite good little videos because they're not long and boring like some. Yeah. Um, and you sit there and watch Cod and 
yeah. mm, stuff like that. Did you see the jacks that he catches on these flats as well? Not just yes. barras, and he yeah. has certain flats yes. that hold the jacks. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah. He people goes, this people is are amazed a... jacks are on flats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. let anyone tell you they have to be in timber. No, no. No, no. no so, They're adventurers. So, yeah. Yes, a good little series, um, yeah. sports fishing junkie. Or I think it's going to be a lot more because there's this stuff all. Um, yep. I think there might be four or five vids yeah. that I can find. Yep. No, um, there's heaps. There's about 20. Oh, we've okay. Had, um, we've had Adam on the show before for a chat. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it was before the NQ Championships that they host out of Halifax up there. So Yeah. Yeah, so no, very good little vids. No, very, very interesting indeed. And with that win, when it's blowing 20, 30 knots, and there's, uh, there's one video there where it, there's waves coming in. Yeah, like yeah. Like short, yeah. sharp, yeah. around foot, foot and a half waves, blowing, yeah. which... Me and Gaz would go, see you later. Yeah. I'm out here. Oh, probably not me oh. now because I, I fluked it one day and found fishing roughly. Yeah, so yeah, now I'm yeah. hooked on it. I remember um, in the 2019, I think, might have been the Barabash, the one that we won there. Yeah, it, yeah, there's a nice a drop in. There's a photo. There's a photo on the brochure of one of our. Um, as has got a nice barrow. It was a good one, like 70. Yep. And in the background, if you look out beyond the boat, it, there's just white caps. Yeah, for Like sure. rolling, rolling. And these barrows were just... Chewing their heads off. Yeah, it was a dirty water line that was created because of the wind going against the tide, against mm. the small... Mate, it would have been 20 metres of bank. That's and, exactly um, what Adam said. He said, if this was a five-knot weekend, there's no dirty no. water here. No, you, it you, moves you're very looking, quickly. you've got to chase it, yeah. Your window is, is five minutes, yep. and then it's gone. He said, when it's 30 knots, yeah. that dirty water is constant. The barras don't have to move. Yep. They like it. They turn in the feed mode. So that's a really, so, really important And this is where it comes thing. back to timing. Sometimes the 30 knots without the current, the current. is too much, mm. and you'll get a 20-meter dirty water yep. line. Not good enough. Mm. When the current picks up and the water level drops just below the top of the mud, all of a sudden that dirty water tightens up to three meters. Yeah, and that's they just come alive. Then, yeah, that's amazing. And look, speaking of uh, meeting people through the week, I, I met the new Garmin ambassador, Justin. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, said g'day to him and so forth. He was saying that uh, a Garmin is nowhere near the technology of Humminbird, but he's hoping that it's going to catch up shortly. So good morning, <laughs> Justin. All right, time for a song and an air break. And uh, in that time, you guys might be able to find the time to catch up. You're an animal. Like the fact that I will love you till I die We are 12 billion light years from the edge That's a guess No one can ever say it's true But I know that I will always be with you So don't call me a liar Just believe everything that I say There are six billion people in the world More or less And it makes me feel quite small 
Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers Rebate Scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 triple nine nine hundred station sponsor hey cedric your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped yeah that's kai sign mob they're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps you know they had so many daily designs to choose from now my boat's wrapped i'm wrapped my missus she's wrapped maybe you should write a rap song about kai signs now that's a wrap too right want to know more go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor.
Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we're going to cross to Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafood and see what's going on in his world this morning. Good morning, Gordo. How are you, mate? Not bad yourselves. Mate, I am fantastic. I saw a Cleveland Bay Seafoods ad this morning uh, advertising some beautiful prawns that you've got in the, in the store now. Yeah, yeah, they're just left over from an export order going to Hong Kong. Yep. So I've got a, a small pallet and, um, yeah, just getting rid of them. Excellent. And number threes, if I'm correct? What's that? The, the size? The, 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 a, a yeah, red... they're a 15, 25 medium-sized prawns. Three-kilo yep. box, I think, Marty, you're thinking Three-kilo box, yeah. yeah. Three-kilo yep. box, yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Excellent. And have they been moving quite well? Mate, they're jumping out the shop. Nice. Excellent. Have you been like? There's not a lot of them. Once they're sold, they're sold. Yeah, yeah, gone. So get in there, get in there this morning, and um, yeah. and and snaffle them all up. Anything else of uh, in particular interest in the in the window this morning, Gordo? Mate, look, as I said, we got the oysters. We're opening up from South Australia. Yes. We got the beautiful. There's a few cooked endeavours there. We've got um, plenty of fresh barramundi. Excellent. So the boys have been getting a few of those. Yes. A little bit of fresh cold trout just coming in. <coughs> Yum. Um, and stuff like that. So, e- yeah, no, it's all, it's all pretty good in the shop today. Excellent. My neighbour brought a uh, three-kilo box of coral trout off you last week, and he said it's the most beautiful fish he's ever had in his life. So it must be super fresh, as it always is at the moment. They must be getting a few. Yeah, they're, they're starting to get a few, and there's a bit there, and... Have, I think all the boys on Monday morning had a full bag limit, so yeah. Have you still got the mixed prawns in there, Gordy? Mate, we got the mixed prawns there. Beautiful. $25 a kilo or, or two kilos for 40 bucks. Excellent. I'm going to drop in and grab a couple on the way home from the studio. Yum, that sounds good, yeah, doesn't it? Perfect. Excellent. What a way. Good, and good and I hear those. yesterday on um, on Dave Daly's show, you're saying that Sundays is your day now. You try and spend a little bit of family time, mate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and everyone needs that, don't they, buddy? Especially in the stressful world you're in at the moment. Oh, mate, no one knows. And the worst thing is, no one knows what to do. No, As no. Said, fishermen have got wives asking how much money do we spend on Christmas and no one's given an answer. Because yeah. no one knows what their next next income is going to come from next year. No, and I, I, um, I, me in particular, I, I agree with that sentiment with them. And um, as a mad, mad keen recreational barra fisherman, as I, as I've made it clear on this show before, I, I personally am completely against um, these regulations that um, are coming in, and um, I think that's going to cause a lot of families a lot of damage and heartbreak. But the, what makes me laugh is Man Eyes and Minds has been pulling stuff out of there for the last 80 years. Yeah. It's a Swedish-based owned company. Yeah. They, they said one day and they've already given worked out what package they're going to give their workers and everything like that. Yeah, does that we're, smell we're, of... We're, we're Australian registered business and we can't get one answer. I'll tell you what the difference is, though. It's, it's private industry. You know, unfortunately, Gordy, we're dealing with the government. Yep. Yep. No, no, no. The government is giving the private industry 
of foreign private industry money. Right. We're all Australian citizens. They're not. Yeah. Yep. Glencore's Swiss base. Yeah, okay. And I don't know if... Oh, you the... know, they don't pay tax in Australia. They pay their tax in Switzerland. Yeah, sorry, I just referred to the fact that they're a private company playing their employees, so they would have had to have the packages worked out for them, that's no, all. No, 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 no. The government are giving the private company a, a leg up yeah. to help them. Yeah. $50 million. The state government's giving Glencore $50 million. Mm. Yeah. Well, they haven't made enough money out of what they've done yeah. in the last yep. 100 years. Agreed. They're still helping them. Yeah. Yep. Do, do we know what's ahead of us with this mine and Mount Isa shutting down? How huge this is? Oh, this is massive. This is massive. This is there's some massive implications coming with this, Gordo. And I know it's not not nothing with the seafood industry or so forth, but it, it's a sign of the times. And I think people are ignorant or arrogant to just mm. what this means. There is going to be thousands yeah, of jobs you've got out. To remember, with mining, once that rock's pulled. Once you've taken the ore and product out, you can't replace it. Right. You've got to remember, with, with what we do in the harvesting of seafood, yes. is we make sure we've got enough green zones, enough yellow zones, enough closed areas, enough wind when we don't fish, Yeah. where they get to breed up and restart and do their stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So we actually do a controlled harvest. Right. We don't wipe everything out. We take a, a, a percentage out. And then, and then stuff like my barra fishermen for the last ten years have always given money back to the restocking. Yep. Yeah, been very much the appreciated too. One bit for that, hey? What did you say? Sorry. We've always given money back to the restocking. Yeah, definitely. The restocking down the Burdekin was all professional fishermen that started that. Yeah, yeah. Right. We don't take the whole lot. We take exactly. We take a small percentage for the people to be fed. Yeah. Man. When you mine, you take the lot, and when it's empty, you close it down and move on. Mm. Right? And our state government thinks it's fair to give them a leg up and not any of our local businesses. Mm. It's you know? a, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely, and it's, it's a side of the argument that needs to be... Um, said and and um heard out there but i know that the fish stocking society they're they're very thankful of what yeah, the, what the professionals have done yep. for and i know probably probably sound different for you guys but and i'm talking about my little circle of, of friends that are, are fully aware of it and and um and and you know what i have a lot in agreement with what i say and when you um about about um for me uh, we've been ignorant to what the whole system really means i'm just more scared for for the welfare of people um uh, and mm. and that's without thinking hard about the implications of what it does to the industry and opening up the doors for black market and and crap seafood from thailand and the likes i mean we are just building a really shitty bridge that we're not going to be able to get over i don't think well, what people, what what the biggest problem is, people will not understand that a lot of the seafood that we sell aren't for the wealthy; it's for the average punter. Yes, right, like and and stuff like that. Like yep. it's like fishing. If you're a barra fisherman, you don't make your money out of barra. It's it's the bycatch that tips you over to make your profit. Yeah. Right? And stuff like that. And that's your blue salmon. That's your grunters, your 
brims, your flatheads, your trevallies, your queenfish and stuff like that. That's where all your profit is coming from. Yeah. Right? Your barrow is, covers your costs and your profit comes the other way. Yeah, okay. The biggest thing you get is none of those species are farmed. Right? Yeah. So they do farm barrow, but they don't farm blue salmon, grunter, no. queenfish or anything like that because they're, they're a low yield fish and yeah. then they can't get the money out of the cost of doing it. Yeah. No, but that makes... Yep. But, to give, but to give you an idea, like an unload yesterday was... 30 kilos of barra and I've got 120 kilos of mixed species and that's where your money is that's where your profit is that, but that's where you feed people from yes right yep. and like everyone understands what costs are we go out in a 5 metre boat with a net drop it over net do your bits within the rules of what you got to do we use a tank of fuel you go buy a loaf of bread you've got to harvest it and plough the field um, plough the field, plant the field, fertilise the field, harvest the field, then truck it, then ship it. So you just think about how much fuel you use doing it that way. Yeah. Like, that's where all the costs are coming in through, is the costs of petrol, freight, storage, cold storage. And they're the things that people haven't worked out, that that's where you, you use a lot of energy. Yeah. Gordon, can I ask you a hard question? Have you had to increase your price of, of fish fillets and so forth to help cover your costs? Or are you sustaining um, a price from, say, 2021-22? It's like everything, mate. You work on a margin. Yes. Every, every, there's not, McDonald's works on a margin. Yes. There's not one business in Australia that does it. Yeah. Uh, and there's not one business in Australia that their costs haven't gone up where they have to work their margins up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But has your margins increased because of... Um, has your margins increased at all because of rules and regulations? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, because but... you but, don't have the volume to pay for the cost. Yeah. Our fixed costs don't change. Yeah. Council won't give me a rebate on my... Um, on my rates because uh, the, I can't turn over the same amount of fish because of the regulations. Yeah. Right? Their fees are, you know what I mean? They, and that's a, life, that's a life skill. You can't change any of that. No. Mate, have a look at Sarah Lee. Yeah. Everyone wants to get skinny, so they stop selling ice creams and cakes and everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. That's what happens. No, fully, fully understand. Hey, Gordo, thanks so much for your time this morning. I look forward to catching up with you after the show. And um, I hope everything keeps continually going along okay for you, mate. Fingers crossed. No problems. I'll talk to you later. All right, I look forward to it, Gordon. Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Cheers, buddy. Bye. 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 Ah, there we go. So, and look, things are going to, there's always going to be mixed opinions and, um, and, and so forth. I, I know Reese has he, his opinions and, and I have one. And Reese and I are great mates. We're, we're very mm. close and, um, and um, I'm fully against the nets and, and Reese's on, on another, uh, when I, I'm fully for the net staying. I think, I think we need that. Yeah. I, and I, then, look, Ga- then we have your side and you're not saying that. No, I, I never intended for the nets to, to go. You know, I joined the working group to ensure there was sustainability, not to remove the nets by any means. Yeah. Um, and and I 
I think it's a it's yeah. an awful decision. Which is it's and I I, stop, I have friends now. It says Marty, I can't I can't understand you. You're on a fishing show. You're a mad king. You're down the harbour. Can you imagine what this is going to do yeah. for you in 2028? You know. There's not going to be any one or two nights. It's a, it's unfortunate two. that you know those other species that Gordy spoke about. Well, they call them low yield in a commercial sense. They're actually yeah. high social and high recreationally valued species and they're the important ones that we need to protect for mums and dads so they yeah. can go and catch their own feed of fish and not for need sure. a sounder and a, and a barra boat to go yeah. and get barrage you know and i'm glad you said that that's not what you were about because no. i would have been i just would have said no. then, well hang on after the all. show you're going to go and buy two kilos yeah. of yeah. of endeavors yeah, no. so i think what my point is there and this is certainly not directed to you yeah. is there's anyone out there yeah pissed the pros off shut them down get rid of them whatever if you're having that conversation with someone else on the grog at the pub whatever you do at christmas time don't go and buy your bucks yeah don't go and get your and and i've said that from the day because you do not and you know that's you know so you can't be a hypocrite and that's evidence you know I, i don't think there's like every every there's minutes for every meeting i've attended as a working group representative and not once has it been mentioned about removal of nets that was never the intention that was no, a standalone a, that was a, that was a standalone a, government decision you and know? i can see um, where uh, you know um, the likes of gordo and and, and uh, dom are like hang on the, yeah. the, we're talking a swipe of a pen here that yeah. has and you know at the end of, at the end of the day there change is livelihoods it's, it's and mental state is a really important yeah, point. And definitely coppers are look after ambos are look after yep. reps are look after for their mental state yeah. Who's going to look after? No, them? so but they're, you they're are taking that. There is there's a, there's a, there's an association there called Stay Afloat. So for any of the guys out there who are doing it tough, yeah. um, there is a there is a, a funded organisation out there from the government for that called Stay Afloat. It's got yeah. a life ring. Um, I might even send you the page so you can share it after on the on the fishing show page. That would be page. fantastic, mate. Um, so yeah, it's called Stay Afloat, and it is it has been designed around you know what's happening with the current yeah. net reforms there, um, for for the commercial fishers or any fishers yeah. who who have been affected by these changes. Changes. And, and I um, think what what makes it even more is that like more so than most nearly any other industry. Like my dad was uh, a muso. Yep. I'm a rep. Your yep. dad was this. You're you're a plumber. Trader, yep. I don't know how many pros are generations. Yeah, yeah, oh, you that's know, right. yeah, great, 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 yep. great, 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 uncle, blah, definitely. That's you are killing it and uh and, and mental health is a huge yeah. and speaking of that apart from uh what my good mate reese just mentioned if anyone out there's yep. having a hard time with anything whatsoever because yeah. it's, it's close to all of our hearts here lifeline number one three double one one four the black dog is a horrible 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 yep. thing and it's it's uh it, it gets hold of many of my friends and many of my foes who are and i don't wish that upon them yeah um it, but it's um for for guys and girls out there that suffer it it's a horrible thing and i don't i truly don't yeah. understand so, it that's one thing i haven't gotten in my life yeah. most things i, I have those who have been through it it's, it's incredible yeah, like, yeah. I, I personally have and yeah. i never thought i wouldn't i was you know I, at one silly stage i was critical of people yeah and until you, you've had a life yeah change and been severely mentally challenged and emotionally challenged <laughs> You can't control it. It must be horrible, horrible. Because oh, I, I see, terrible. I see them at the, the lowest of lows, and there's nothing, you know. So one three double one one four, something that we all need to talk about. Talk about it with your mate. If you've got a mate who you have a chat about this in the boat, and he doesn't show you the respect or bobs you off, he is not the person you need to be hanging around. So just, just so. A, yeah. So we'll share that one after the show. But it is called, it's called Stay Afloat, and it's yeah. stayafloat.com.au, and it's support, uh, supporting it uh, and improving the mental health and wellness of 
international commercial seafood communities. So beautiful, and that's um, really sad yeah. that they need to create yep. that. Yep. And that and, and that is free. So um, you know, yeah. for, for any of the commercial guys out there who are who are struggling at the moment, that that's been set up. You know, dedicated. Yeah. It's backed by Lifeline Beyond Blue. Um, you know, men's beautiful. Line, they're all there. So and all I can great. say is to fight the good fight for people who are fighting this fight it with 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 passion and, yep. and sadness don't fight it with aggression no no you're you not fight it with aggression the blokes yeah men and women will look on the outside looking in and go what an idiot you know i think if you if you use your heart and you use you, you use your emotions your point will get across a lot better what needs to be clearer out there too is the fact that you know um whilst they don't know immediately what what's going to become after um you know this year yeah what we do know the facts these are facts there's 160 million dollars worth of compensation available so yeah but let's see if that comes to fruition it's there it's there it's locked it is there yeah so that is available well look that that would make life a lot easier for me to understand if if, uh yeah i think the issue is they don't know what that looks like yet as an individual basis no and that's the point yeah that's the unknown that's That's where people are getting stops this is their life but what we need to understand is that there is definitely and what does a pro pick up you and i if my industry shuts down yeah there's a lot and i'm not being coy here or arrogant but there's a lot that I could move on to. Yes, that's, correct. That, that's just been my 100% life. 100% agreed. Yep. Where does a pro go? Yeah, and that's where, you know... Does he go and work at Napa? <laughs> I don't you know. You know what I mean? And that's where, you know, hopefully some of this compensation is significant enough that they can relearn skills to other industries. Yeah. Or The other thing we need to be aware of too is um, at the end of this year, there's another three years of net fishing in a transitional fishery. So mm. this year, it doesn't all stop. No. So for three more years, we've got a, a net fishery of some sort yeah. to ensure that we, A, have the right way forward to maintain seafood for consumers, yeah, and B, that it's sustainable. So moving forward for three years, there's going to be still a number of licenses on the East Coast yes. to be able to net. So people aren't not going to have seafood for Christmas or Easter. Right. Um, while we look at, other avenues or other mechanisms to be able to target these fish if the removal of the nets does go ahead, which is what it looks like, to come up with, you know, other methods that may be... And and, and there's nothing off the table here, you know. If it's more sustainable, if it's not even sustainable, if it's more efficient and or, you know, reduces the, the, the you know, socky interactions, etc., of course the government's going to be in favour for it, you know. And if that if that is even more efficient or, or, or whatever than previous mechanisms, that's a good thing for the fishery, you know. I think so. So, yeah, there's people need to be aware of the whole facts here. Yeah. And that's that's a couple of the ones that, that aren't being spoken about. Like I said, there is $160 million available in compensation. Yeah. And look, that, that's why it's good to have you on board. Yeah. Uh, because you're – and it's hard for you. And, yep. I, and I appreciate your honesty. Yep. I, I really, really do. Um, I think you can see both sides of the 100%, coin. 100%, like I said. There's I, going to be a lot yeah. of, out there that only see one side of yep. the coin. And, and I'd implore the professional fishermen to see both sides of the coin. And I'd certainly implore the recreational fishermen yeah. to see the, both sides of the well, coin. For me, yeah. for me, our side of the coin is way shinier. Yeah. And I worry about you know the, the professional industry. And, and two, I love going and buying a feed of fresh prawns. And yeah, 100%. You know what? Because I can't go down and throw a cast net and catch that myself. No. Yeah. So I need exactly. that. Yep. And, the, and the non-pros need to be really empathetic about generations, like you said, yeah. and generations of fisher, which 
Yeah. No disrespect. That's all they know. That's all yeah. they know. This is their And that's, and that's, that's yeah. what I said before. Yeah, where do they go? And like, don't get caught up in the argument that the pros are grubs because no. you only got to watch YouTube to see how many recreational grubs are, are out there checking I, I our crab pots or, or stealing yeah. our cars or or or, yep. or, or all sorts. I, no I matter work. where you go. But in saying that, to fight the good fight, them, them pros that are considered grubs, and we know there's a few out there, don't, don't get involved with this. You... You just need to stay out of it. Just go yeah. and sit in your box for a little I don't, while. I don't think the, the guy that was fined this week for commercially netting in the yellow zone is, is being very well viewed from his peers at this point in time. You know? No, definitely so, not. Yeah. Definitely not. That, and they certainly don't need that no, at the moment. No, that doesn't help stage. their plight. No. So if you're one of them pros that use the aggression and so forth, just, okay, I admire yeah. your passion, but... It's not it's what a, it's needed. It's the here. same deal, you know. When I joined the working group, it was no, it was not by any means to shut down commercial fishing. It was to ensure sustainability across all sectors. That's including regulating our own recreational sector. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, and I've created some great working relationships and friendships with commercial operators in that working group. Yes. Um, you know, name and, three. And, Nathan Rin, Travis Rin, <laughs> we got Alan Bobberman. Yeah. All, all the all the good guys in there, you know. Definitely. Um, who, you know, yeah, there's a number of them who are, we're all fighting for the same outcome. We want sustainability. Yes. We want, if there is a next generation of fishermen available yes. through the, another mechanism of fishing, we want them to be able to catch and harvest, you know, sustainable fisheries. So mm. that's why I joined the working group and that's why the commercials, it's not just me or the rec group sitting there having our meeting with the with the minister, the, not the minister, the, the the fisheries, and then commercials. No, we're all in the same room. So mm. if you're going to say something, you've got to be able to say it to their face. Yeah, yeah, know? cool. And and that's where, like I said, I can hold my hand on my heart and say I, I joined that working group not to shut down, but was to ensure sustainability. Yeah. And like, were you shocked at the decision? Be hundred percent. Yeah, I had no idea that that was coming. No, it was there was zero consultation with recreational a, anyone. Yeah, I, um, I'm dumbfounded by it. Yeah. Um, just, I, wow. I, and as I said, I, I don't necessarily agree with it either. Um, yep. You know, I think, but you, you're seeing the bar, you're seeing the wreck side of it, which will be. Let's make no ifs or buts about it. It's going to be. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. It's going to be mental fishing, but it's also going to be mental on the minds. Hundred percent. Yeah. And like I said, there's there is a transitional fishery yeah. for the next three years where there will be still a large amount of commercially caught netted fish available to ensure yeah. that that consumer product is still available. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the data that's available shows that probably 85% of our catch from catch in Queensland comes from about 30% of the license holders. Yeah. So, you know, what they need to maintain is that 85% of the catch is, is still being able to be caught. Yeah. And, you know... 30% of the license holders, you know, the guys can do the maths out there, but that's that's a significant reduction in licenses that will hopefully ensure continuity of seafood for the consumer. Mm. However, in three years, we do have to come up with another method that's going to be just as sustainable. Well, uh, let's hope and pray that some, some more comms come out because that's a... Yeah. For, even if it was my job, I think I, can, I have transferable skills, but three years, if I was in, you know, three to four generations yeah. of my family doing this, this thing, that's what I know... Three years is not. This long. is the no, and I want to know what what I can do. What I'm. This going is to the problem. Me and my family because I'm like, what am I doing? Like if three the, years will just yeah, go like that through the, the stress and, and the you, fight. You, you'll spend two years, nine months of that pretending it's not happening. Yeah. So this is the issue. I think at sort of this year, the guys need to make a decision as to whether we go back into the industry for the next three years of unknown, or do we walk away now? And that's that's the that's the that's sorry that's the 
crappy decision that those guys are going to have to make. It is, but we also have to come to terms that in three years' time when we go down the Gordons, yep. we're going to say, can I get the Taiwanese farm yeah. barra today no. as opposed to the Japanese farm That's barra? Also, I'm going to grab the Vietnamese what prawns, we also not the ones with the white spot. I'll grab the slightly <laughs> more expensive one. And then mum and dad and the kids are taking down the beach. You're not paying $70 for your fish and chips prepared to fork out 150 What we have to remember it's, it's too, bad, though, bad is... News. It's not necessarily all imported fish. I mean, that's what's being put around. It, it can be imported from other parts of Australia, which is what the majority of the fish shops what's hold. What's that going to do to pricing when Gordon's got to pay for that to get that into his? Well, at the moment. And then we, he's it, got to add that onto us. Queensland only hold X amount of seafood that's caught and sold in Queensland. The rest of it ends up in Sydney. So what's the difference? None. So well, you're going to have... The guys, I think there's a huge difference. No, it's I think not. a lot of our, our, our small stores small will percentage. no longer be here. It'll be the same big ones we're buying everything else from. That that is a risk, yes, and that's okay. where we need to be very careful moving forward with how the harvest strategy, and the um, you know the the new. I'm hoping they come up with. I don't know, maybe they can make electrofishing work in salt water, or maybe they've got. You know, I know tunnel nets have been spoken about. There's a whole range of ideas Three years out is, there. This is a short time frame. No, but that's right. They have to. They have to come up. It's got. It's going to have to move rapidly, you know, and they're going to develop these new methods. I'm hopeful yeah. of of being able to maintain a sustainable fish supply to the consumer. So we, we, as fishermen, as wrecks, will crap in our own nest anyway because our technology is yep. so far advanced. I'm not saying now, we're, we're excluded 5% from Five percent of anglers have live. In three years' time, ninety-five percent of anglers yep. are going to have live. But by time live comes, then you're going to have TV live. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, we will yeah. crap in our own nest by. Yeah, uh, decimating around because at the moment, and it is, there's an attaché that ten percent of the anglers catch ninety yep. percent of the fish. Correct. In five years' time, seventy percent of the anglers are going to be catching. Oh, I don't know. People still can't use side side scan. They'll learn it. <laughs> yeah, they will learn it. And they, you know, so look, and that's uh, I'm, I'm clutching at straws yeah. here, yeah. but it is a picture that's worth hundred percent, and that's something that does play on my mind as well you know and like i said i'm not where there. does it stop and i'm not there to just say hey we need to regulate commercial i'm there to say hey i actually think this issue is an issue for recreational we need to look at this it's not just one way you know i i see issues in our own fishery that have been created and caused by recreational anglers that i'm also passionate about fixing yeah so definitely. you know that's why i joined the working group boys bloody good show yeah. this morning thank you Good on yous. All right, let's go to a song in the name break. If your name's Mary, this one's for you. A song that's not commonly played, but it's actually quite sweet. Enjoy.
Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan, or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging, and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State of the art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, indeed, it is the Saturday Morning Fishing Show. We're covering some awesome issues, some poignant issues, some crappy issues. We're covering all the issues that a good fishing show should cover. We take everyone's opinion on board, whether you agree with me, whether you think I'm a dick, I don't care. You can say what you want. (laughs) You're a dick. That's... Thank you. But that's what we're all about. And speaking of that, we're going to cross to Eugene, who's given us a call. And he wants to say hello to us this morning. Let's say g'day to Eugene. Good morning, Eugene. How are you, mate? Oh, I'll tell you, the, the kettle's boiling and the steam's coming out, but it's okay. Nice. All right. Ha- have your say. This is Eugene's controversy corner moment, my friend. What's on your mind, mate? No, I just want to ask this your mate there that's on this committee and all the rest, yep. he said he was blindsided about the net closures and all that, but, you know, blind Freddy could see that that was coming. That's all this government and Greens and the United Nations crap, what they're after, sort of. They use they use language like netting, netting, set netting in the Great Barrier Reef waters, so all the... 100% agree with you, Eugene. So, no. 100% so, agree so, with you, yep. Yeah, but what is... You know, you talk about compensation, right? There's 160 million. Yep. You tell me what a what a 60 year old fisherman with a million dollars worth of gear 
what's he going to do with all that? What's he going to sell all these nets for shade cloth or what? Um, government you know, will buy them. Two or three boats and all the oh, government will buy it. We've, hey, we've, oh, we've all been in industries where the government we've got to compensate us and look after us. Okay, we know what happens, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. No, no, yeah. and your 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 question is valid. Yeah. And, yeah, definitely. And, and another thing, you know, like, they, I'm not going to worry about the turtles sort of thing because the turtles are worried about the dugons. They say netting is destroying the dugons and all this sort of stuff. What, have you got any figures about traditional hunting, what traditional hunting is take of dugons? Yep. The, where yeah. Tar- not where they target where they target the dugon. Yeah, you can see them out the out the front of Alligator Creek. They do it quite regularly. Yep. Yeah, I know. Totally I mean, agree. Traditional, traditional hunting to me means a, 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 I won't say a canoe, but a boat. Yep. A set of oars and a hand spear. Okay. Yep. I've seen it. I've seen it with myself when I've been crabbing up the channel, sort of thing of an aluminium boat, sixty horsepower outboard, a couple of fellas with spear guns and rifles. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Two or three dugons gone. Yep. Okay? Now, to me, that's not traditional hunting. You know, if you want to be traditional hunting, I've got no problem with the PI fellas or the Kiwi Island fellas and the, up, right up the top they're doing it because they've got, that's what they've always done, sort of thing. But with the aluminium boats and outboards, sort of thing, yep. I've, I've been up north there, I've been up north up there and seen half a, dozen, half a dozen turtles laying upside down on a beach in the sun for two or three days when they get ready for a festival. Yeah, because they can go out with an aluminium boat and an outboard and catch instead of catching one a day, they catch half a dozen of that. The two, okay. the two hundred and fifty merc on the back of the canoe is not doing it for you. <laughs> no, I can, we, yeah, we, we, and understand. You know it, yeah. what? Um, we um, sympathise uh, with what you're saying and yeah. agree. Um, it, it's not traditional. Obviously, um, we have to be very, very careful with that sort of opinion and so forth. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah no, no, I. It's, 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 it's the flavour of the month at the moment. It's, do not upset the tourists. Do not upset the indigenous folks. And do, mm. the, do this, all this sort of stuff. But you're destroying Australia. And if, and if you've got any, and you think that after three, after this next three years, they're going to be able to go to the fish shop and not pay a million dollars for some fish or something? Oh, for sure, mate. People are, I think people are going to die as fish fingers from from overseas. That's what people will be buying in fish shops. You, you know what? You're exactly right. And now. Like, and we've said this several times on our show, your average piece of um, battered mackerel now, what are we looking at? $12, 10, oh, 10 to 12 yeah. for a piece? Yep. You know, and, and that's yeah. a three star fish. Yep. There's nothing special about a Spaniard. Not knocking it back. No, no, I love uh, Spaniard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we're not talking an emperor or a trout. So in, in three years' time, Eugene, that's going to have to be a $17, $18 piece of fish. Potentially for and local. The thing, and the thing is, like you talk about the emperor and the trout sort of thing, you wait till the restrictions come. Like at the moment, they've knocked mackerel down to two, or one, one per well, person, yeah. two yeah. per boat. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you think they're going to not leave the reef fish out of it like the, the Mabrigus? They, they help with the crown of thorns and all this sort of other sort of stuff, sort of. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. about time. This, it's about this time. And I know it's falling on deaf ears because the Greens and the Labor mm. Party at the moment are that far up the United Nations backside. It doesn't matter. It's, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they should. This country should grow some testicle fortitude. Yeah, and I'm glad the United Nations to piss off out of our country and leave us alone. Yeah, and I'm glad yeah, you mentioned the the United Nations because I was a bit ignorant to the fact of the United Nations still having a, a conversation with Ryan Tully and 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 Reece Bullimore and so forth, who educated me. I don't think people know or realise just what pull the United Nations have with our with our fishing in our backyard. It's scary. And uh, and on that note, and uh, like when we do get a bit political, this government that we have at the moment is bad, bad news for us. This guy is a, 
is wow. an idiot. What you've seen already, they go up there and they want to stand in front of those. There's a couple of hundred hypocrites there spending more carbon into the oxygen, into the air than any other frigging thing. Sort of thing. And, <laughs> and he goes up there and he wants to get pictures because he's, he's signing deals and handing money over left, right and centre to the United Nations. Yeah. You know, mm. there's just... What does it cost for that United Nations to sit with all those delegates and all the rest of that rubbish? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah fully, fully, fully agree. And uh, what what amazes me, even on something as simple as social media, I don't know how many friends of mine or people that I know are actually on Greens pages just so that they can attack. But when someone like Grumper or something puts up a post, or Marine Parks put up a post this morning about the sustainable fishing and how they're helping us and everything, the Greens, there's a couple of Greens on there that thought this is a great opportunity for us to get up there and say, just ban fishing. Why are you fishing? And then you go onto their page to have a look and they've got a picture of a giant carrot. You know, the, these vegan idiots. And, and no, I just shouldn't say that. You can be a vegan, but these Greens idiots. You know, like, ping off our page. This is about us. So maybe we should return serve. Maybe all of us fishing people should get on the Greens page and start putting our two cents worth on, on their and they, crap. And, they, and, they, and, they're still, and they're still getting out there now and saying, oh, the, the reef's dying and all this sort of stuff. And no, it's not. The reef is in brewing. The top scientists in Australia that actually study the reef, it's the best it's ever been. Yeah, 100%. Discovered, they've discovered more, more reef in the deeper water. Like 95% of the ocean is unexplored. Yeah. I had a great okay, conversation so. uh, the other day with a gentleman who was saying, he said, you know who, what's ruining it a lot for us? What's making Joe Blow totally ignorant to what's really going on he said disney you know they do these finding nemos and that where the fish are walk, swimming around in the most incredible colored coral mm. and that they, they are depicting the reef as as this magical wonder no it's not no it's not there, there, there's been coral bleaching for for a million years it, this isn't new this is didn't happen in the last two decades everywhere you go the reef is not always going to be bright orange greens purples reds and whatever that is disney Yep. That is Disney. Our reef is in great condition. Crown of Fawns is well, down 50%. Remember 10 years ago, Crown of Fawns, Crown of Fawns, Crown of Fawns, Crown of Fawns, Crown of Fawns is going to kill everything, blah, 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 blah. It's all over. The reef's done, blah, blah, blah. Now you don't hear about Crown of Fawns because the scaremongering got boring. You well, know? Now, now, the, now, the, now the new thing is they've, they've kind of discovered that they've not stopped the runoff from the, from the rivers and that. It's these wonky holes out there where the fresh water's been going underground and popping up out of the reef and in, in, out the deeper section for millions of years. Well, that's all of a sudden, that's full of all the bad stuff and everything else, which is obviously is sort of thing. So yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's, it's the same old story. The greasy wheel gets greased. So I'll make a big subject out of this, and I'll get a whole heap of funding, and I'll be able to put my kids through college and everything else, and away we go. For sure. Hey, Eugene, thank you for your uh, comments and opinions. We value it. Uh, thanks for listening, and we hope yeah, to talk I'd, to you I'd again like, soon. I'd like, to, I'd like to see facts and figures on traditional hunting and actual yep. what the dugong take is yeah. on traditional hunting because pro fishermen do not target dugong. No. Okay? Traditional yep. hunters target dugong. Yep. I'm yep. probably going to get my car burned for you because of this, but I don't care. I'm fed up of listening to it. Yeah. Okay. Right. No. Thanks, Beautiful. Eugene. Thank you very much, Eugene. Bye-bye. See ya. And, and with Eugene's comments, for my money, he didn't say anything wrong. He was no. respectful. He yeah. said nothing against the Indigenous and yeah. so forth. And people need That's to be his question. It's, yeah. it's, it, it, yeah. it, it's a fair question. Um, I've never seen the figures. And now, yes, those figures will be available if someone wants to chase them. Like, well, no, the, the yeah. figures that are... No, because the family that shoots out of Palm Island for a day in their own boat, there's no yeah, figures Yeah, you're probably there. right, actually. No, there's no true figures, and you'll never, ever no. get a true figure. And what Eugene's saying is say, hey, go out with your canoe and your paddle and your spear. Mm. Go and get as many dugong and, 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 and turtles yep. as, as you want. But when you're doing it with 
depth sounders and and yep. and, yeah. and 200 horses of and you can keep up you know with we're, them we're stretching easily. it there yeah yeah we're, yep. we're stretching and dugon is not a of something that's and, and you know what we're not labeling here because i oh, think no. if you most indigenous people that's a traditional they're not going to go and yeah. i would hope kill 10 dugon no it's one dugon that's going to feed Heaps. them for a long yeah. long time and that's their traditional food yeah, so 100%. they should be allowed that yeah yeah yep. so and then eugene's argument is sure but get it yep. traditionally yeah are we getting our barrels traditionally <laughs> or are we using live mega side down so yep, yep. risk give up your live <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, okay, let Good me segment. have a look here. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, because I think one of our listeners uh, has sent me a messenger. Uh, okay, now this is reverting back a little bit to when we're talking about electro fishing, yep, lads. Yep. Didn't electro fishing wipe out all the fishing where it was used overseas, South America? In particular, when done wrong, yeah, possibly when it was done wrong. So, so our, explain that. Do you? So yeah, so has if you're not familiar with an electro fishing boat, they're basically an oversized punt with a generator in the back. Yes, um, they've got voltage controls and time limit controls on them. So they they have a generator that generates electricity that goes into two big arms that sit over the front of the boat. Yes, out of those arms dangles some stainless steel wire that goes into the water, and they drop these arms down. The, the arms sit out probably about. Uh, it's only a couple of meters. Yes, little outriggers. Yeah, like outriggers, but they're facing sort of Four. forward on a forty-five degree. So you cover yep. the span between the two outriggers, and then the five fingers sort of come out off those outriggers, and, yes. and um, they have wires that drop in the water. And they, in layman terms, they're going to stun the fish. Yeah. So what that does is that creates an, a, a, an electrical field sort of around the front of the boat that extends probably from the the wire furthest out from the boat probably mm-hmm. another couple of meters out or a bit more than that probably another minimum of five meters out from that so you're looking at a square meterage area of it maybe 30 odd square meters around the front of the boat mm. that that's a, sort of electrified i guess in for better terms um and there's only a couple of accredited operators in queensland that you can use to to use electro fish ironically i think most of them are ex um daf or the Department of Agriculture and Fisheries operators who now gotcha. who now con, or you know work for themselves and then yes. have their own consulting business, so they are quite regularly because it's not a common thing. DAF couldn't afford to maintain operators to continue to use these. So when they went private, it was good because then you had a person who could also create a report around what they'd electrofished, and they they could be hired by private industry. They could be rather than having to liaise with the government all the time. So. Um, when and we, I've had the privilege of being on these boats. So you got to wear big rubber gum boots, right? Um, I don't think we had to For wear you obviously your own, yep. because that, can they kill us? It'll give you a nasty zap. It won't possibly kill you, but it'll hurt. Well, let me get to the main one yep. from our question here. Where does it go wrong? So where does it go wrong? Guys that drive around with their foot on the button for too long, putting the current into the water. So if you, if you're, how dry, did they do that to a whole? So what you do is if you're going along and you've got a lily pad bank, the best way to operate it is you come in and say along that lily pad bank, there's a gully, right? Or a creek or an inlet or a snag that's sitting out off that lily edge. Right. The best way to do it, because you've got to, when you go in there and if it's done correctly, it stuns them, but it only stuns them for a short amount of time. So you've got to scoop them up. Otherwise they'll actually come to and then disappear. And that comes down to that operation. So as soon as you stun them, you got to get your foot off the pedal, stop the electrical current from going into the water, 
grab them as quick as you can, get them into the boat and put them in a holding tank to let them recover. Right. So, and keeping in mind, it's no good driving along a bank because as you're driving along, if you stun them, they'll be behind the boat before you go. So you've got to come in 90 degrees to where you're going to stun. Drive so up. there's a proper art to this. Yeah, yeah. you've got a you've got ex, you've got a time limit that you, you're not allowed to exceed for voltage, and you've got a voltage that you're not allowed to um, put up to try and get more coverage, etc. Like I wish that, I had that at the Bay Maria. I'd be a bit smaller. <laughs> than, that's that's <laughs> use your time limit. That's what that's what um, that's what basically gives you your, ah, your area. Another great day in the city of Townsville. There <laughs> we go. There we but, go um, again. Thank you. Yeah. So. So you'd turn 90 degrees in, come in, push the button for the required time and voltage. Yes. Take you, See what floats up. Everyone starts scooping as, as quick as they can and get those fish in the boat. It's funny because different voltages or affect different species. So tilapia don't respond the same as barra if you zap them at the same, in the same area. Right. Tilapia will do like 360s and shoot off in one direction for the same voltage that is enough to knock a barra over. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and then toads look totally different underwater too when you yeah. zap them. They- <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you've covered that and you've covered yeah. it very well. And Thank don't forget, you. we're in a lucky country. Like we got, you know, the regulations yes. sometimes do hurt us, but there are regulations. So yeah. Mate, you only got to put the news on for two minutes to know that we what, are in the yeah. lucky country. Yeah. You can imagine overseas. Embrace it. When they're doing yeah. electrofishing, they aren't monitoring voltage. They're just pumping it in, taking yeah. what they want because they're collecting everything behind you. They're not doing it for measuring. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we um, right. yeah, we're pretty. We've got some really good operators here who have strict regulation they need to abide by. Yeah. And that makes sure that the health of the fish is paramount. So yeah. Beautiful, mate. We were talking before about the gar. I just want to go back to that because there's different species. So we had the the, the large mouth. Yep. Um, we obviously uh, we spoke about the sooties, and there's no jungle perch in there, and we're not going to introduce the sooties but yep. you mentioned uh the long tom gar yeah long toms are they're they're more of a bait source but they do grow like so they are a bait source and because yes. i know they're a bait source in the salt for yeah. barra that and, people and, don't realize and these gars man they honestly they grow about four to five inches in diameter they're quite they're a different species and yes. um obviously they breed in so in the freshwater so um they will be a smaller size to begin with so they would become a natural bait source as a native fish for barramundi so for yeah. sure which is which is another cool species. We we haven't got the funds to, to spend on it. Yeah. One thing we do have availability of stocking, uh, uh, but it comes down to funds. Is mangrove jack as well. Yep. So um, nice. that's another another great option. Uh, they're still expensive to buy. Like um, you know, they're breeding sooties these days at a reasonable price. Yep. Jack jacks are still. You're still not getting good bang for buck from jacks yet. So no, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right. Another question that just come through. Yeah. Talk to me about red claws. Yep. Is there going to be a sustainable red claw fishery? Will there be licenses for it? Are we going to be allowed to do it? Yep. So in this is just my personal opinion. Um, red claw are not native there. Uh, so they're not in there now, or they are. They are in their thick. And they're oh, thick. Well. Yep. Okay. So native western red that's claw. A, that's a great thing for a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. However, and some people, I think, are already utilizing this just ha- quietly. <laughs> However, red claw, east of the western dividing range, are a pest species. They are not native to any dam in northeast Queensland. What's that mean? What are you telling me? That means that they're illegal. So they should be like a tilapia, destroyed if you do catch them. Eaten on the side of the bank right there. <laughs> yep, or whatever, if you like eating mud, yes. <laughs> so, because, but the difference being is that tilapia is not allowed to be taken home. Red claws, yeah, you're right. No, you can, you can, you're supposed to destroy, you're 100% correct. Yeah, you However, do. they are a designated pest species. So what that means, that means two things. 
Number one, we can't stock them. Right. Okay. Number two, the barrows. So through our extensive research and collation with other stocking groups, Cairns has got an issue at the moment mm-hmm. where they've uh, they've asked for about three or four years if they can stock red claw. For the reason being, it's very hard to go there and catch a feed of red claw now. Yeah. yeah. And what we've discovered is the further south you get, um, where you've got barramundi stocked in dams, yeah. red claw numbers seemingly are very minimal to non-existent. So that's why we've seen such rapid growth rates in our fish here. For four years, they're reaching 90 centimetres to a metre. Because, they're sure. because they are gorging themselves on red claw. Yeah. And and even at Faust, etc., where, again, it's hard to catch a feed of red claw because the barras absolutely tail them up. Yes. I don't know how many barras I've thrown on the deck of my boat and they've spewed up nearly a live red claw. Oh, wow. Oh, heaps of them. Like, it's... Or you look down their throat with the vibe in the corner of their jaw and there's a red claw half coming out of their gullet, you know? like Of course, it's yeah. going to be a food source. Yeah, it's, it's one like of a... their main food sources. No, and we've got to go and give us some prizes yeah. away. So, but that, that's cherubin? the answer. Um, cherubin will be there, yep, as a natural um, thing. I've never seen a cherubin in the flesh. I've caught them in Dungeness Creek in a cast net years ago. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah yep. Excellent. They're, so, and they're quite a tasty food source too. Yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, no one's bothered to look for those up there as part of the stocking group, but they will be there. But um, yeah, the, so the red claw, unfortunately, over the years will dwindle with the um, addition of barras. Yes. Uh, you're probably still to a point where you'll be able to catch a feed, maybe if you work hard for them. Um, however, they won't be able to be stocked to replenish those numbers, unfortunately. Beautiful. Hey, Gaza, if you're listening, come on in, buddy. Let's go give some. Uh some prizes away. So let me go through the prizes real quick. We have our Cleveland Bay Seafoods $50 prawn voucher that we're getting. Well, not necessarily prawn. prawn. It could be anything, anything. voucher. So uh, you can get a couple of kilos of prawns. Or if it was two dollars, if 2028, you would be able to get half a piece of mackerel. So, but it's not. So that's what's coming to us, guys. So let's think about that. Hey, Gazza, how are we doing this, mate? Are you going to... Yeah, all right. We'll... Um, I'm going through the bags right now. So it looks like we might have a bit of a kid's bag or something here with this one. If you're under Um, control, people might actually get a prize. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We're going to give away uh, the Ironman, let's say, Lucinda Fishing Lodge bag. And we also have a hooked apparel fishing sleeve. We've got a nice Lucinda Fishing Lodge t-shirt, a couple of t-shirts in there, a kid size and adult size. And we've got a couple of, what do they call them? Bucket hats. Bucket hats. The bucket hat, yeah. hats. Kitty's bucket hats. So that's a great prize. Hey, Gazza, we're going to give that one away first, buddy. So we're going to call that one uh, Iron Man bag number one. Can you hear me, Gaz? Agro, you there? Testing one chew. One chew, Gary. All right, Diamond Man Bag number two, this is working wonderfully for us. This is a classic radio NQ fishing show moment. Thank you very much. Ah, we have uh, one of our shrimps. We we can't call it the NQ fishing show shrimp because there is 78 other supplies of this same prawn <laughs> on the market now. I, uh, it's the brim prawn. It's the, the brim, brim prawn. prawn. Oh, no, we got that on a gulp. We can't beautiful, beautiful. We have a, uh, a hummingbird buff. We have the beautiful outdoor Ooh. mosquito claws from Red. We have a hummingbird cooler. Ooh, we've got a set of Mako playing cards. We have a hooked apparel of Vibe in Yeehaw. the pilchard colour. What colour do you call that one? 
Uh, Bluebell. Bluebell, beautiful. Yeah. Excellent. We have a another hook. That's our apparel. favorite for the golf too, by the way. That's yes. We have the beautiful Eagle Claw hooks because they sent us 71,000 packets of them. <laughs> and you guys are awesome. We appreciate you too. And uh, we have the key ring, which comes in handle, the float key ring to put on your your keys for your boat. And then uh, Ooh, the golf slime. slime. Ooh. Yeah. Which is How do you rate that? Well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It is Better good. than the like Bevan Paste? Is uh, it messy? It, no, they've both got, in my opinion, I think they've got different different sort of things. So I've been having sort of better success dipping some of my hard bodies in the slime as opposed to the, the paste. Yeah. So, yeah. I've still got like 2.5 ton of paste in the boat. So. That's okay. You I ready, guys? <laughs> I use that stuff. We've got everywhere. a problem. I haven't switched anything off on you. Um, maybe that one. That one you did? All right. On purpose. You did it. It's been peaceful, hasn't it? Yeah. Did you notice that? Oh, I did notice it, yeah. Instead of this little thing with a blue hat on poking his head up from the... <laughs> under Have you the got me under now? The table. Yeah, 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 under the you, table. You go back to under the table there. Yeah, yeah. Dicky knee. Yeah. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. yes. Well, that's Marty. I didn't do anything. I didn't... <laughs> what do we do? What are, we, what are you giving away, Marty? Mate, um, let's give away the Iron Man bag number one, please, mate. Right out. Spinning the wheel. Ooh, who have we got in? I got the spinning wheel. I dragged it up the stairs just before. Yeah, but anyone in with the spinning wheel? Nah, just Ooh. that. <laughs> just, <laughs> just that. That Your sounds trumpet. like. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a sad did trumpet. You, the, yeah, that sounds like Marty's night of passion. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not no more, my little po- my little blue pilled friend. <laughs> hey, I haven't got any of them. You won't share. Uh, you've got enough of that. What fish crackle? My Danny covers a pack of four. I ain't giving them out. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat them all on one night, mate. <laughs> You're not meant to talk about it live uh, on air, either. Yeah, you should see <laughs> no. in the studio. Well, we're terrible. only joking. We're only joking. <laughs> Four it's and one. A... Not, I haven't been able to leave the house for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get through the door. <laughs> you won't get through it sideways anyway. <laughs> Call the number out, mate. Oh, so, <laughs> so degrading. Re- remember that bag one is the kids' prize, guys. <laughs> number 51. 51 in there is Trevor. Trevor, jump on the phones. Trev, you've won yourself the uh, bag that Marty's given away. <laughs> Quickly, Trev, help this show out. <laughs> there he is. Jump on that, Marty. I will, my friend. Uh, let me just turn up the phone line. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, it's Trevor here. How are you guys? Oh, Trevor, we're wonderful. How are you this morning? Oh, having a lazy one, eh, listening to you. Uh, nice. Good job. Nice Did you enjoy guys. the show this morning? Yes. Excellent. All right, brilliant. Did you have any questions or nothing really? We've covered everything for you? Yep. All right, good job. Awesome. Trevor, enjoy your prize. You can pick this anytime uh, after 11 o'clock this morning from our show sponsor at Tackle World on Ingham Road, right beside Gordon at Cleveland Bay Seafoods. And uh, as always, thank you so much for listening, mate. We appreciate it. Oh, Oh, you little ripper. Good on you, mate. Go and support those that support us. Yep. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. See you. Bye. Bye. Ah, uh, there we go. And that What'd you give away then? Uh, the <laughs> Lucinda bucket bag prize with bits and pieces and all sorts of stuff Good. in it, mate. Good stuff. A couple <laughs> of shirts in there, I think. There, there is a, a couple of shirts. Looks like an adult and a kid's shirt. A couple of bucket hats. There's a there's a um, stubby cooler being part of the kid's prize. Um, <laughs> all sorts. Yeah, no, 
might be a bit smaller shirts for Trev, but he might find someone to hand them off to. Yeah, most definitely. Do you want to take that phone call that's ringing? We are going to take a phone call that's ringing. You didn't double up on the number, did you? No, I don't I, think so. I think Go they've for gone. It. I think they've gone. No, that's still there. Still there. Still ringing. Take okay. it. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, fishing show. Morning. No. No. no, it's not coming through on my line, buddy. No, they just hung up, Marty. Yeah, they right must on. have realised you don't know what you're doing. Hey, no, please <laughs> carry on. What are you? Uh, what are you giving away now, mate? Mate, we're going to give the Iron Man bag two away since you decided appropriate to bring in two Iron Man bags. But don't forget ones not to give away the Bruce no, Curry no. bags. No, there, no. There's, uh, there's. I've got three Iron Man bags. One's the Bruce Curry Iron Man bag. Yes. Thank you to Ellis Developments. Good on you guys. What a wonderful thing you're doing for your contractors. Um, and uh, then we've got two other Iron Man bags. Grab so, that. Grab that phone. Righto. See you. Good morning, fishing show. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, it's Jim calling. I just. Um, I was listening to your discussion around uh, distribution of cherubin and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Regards stocking, and I just said, yeah. Look, I'm a aquatic biologist. So I was just going to get fill you in a little bit about cherubin. Yeah, awesome. Where they are. And where they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we've got the time. Go for it now. Yeah, well, um, cherubin basically got a very similar distribution to your red claw. So the real cherubin, that large prawn, yep, uh, which yep. is uh, Mac Macrobrachian spinepsis, um, it occurs uh, west of the divide. So all the uh, golf drainages. Yep. So in North Queensland, you'll find them. Um, the north of the Tableland, anything that it goes into the Mitchell drainage because that's the Gulf River. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But once you get into the eastern drainages, you don't have real cherubin. You only have the smaller... The freshwater prawn, um, yeah. Yeah, the freshwater yep. shrimp, the smaller ones. Yep. But there is a very large prawn that just occurs in the wet tropics right. called Macrobrachium la, which almost gets as big as the um, cherubin. So oh, wow. Sometimes people catch those and go, oh, there, there we go, there's a cherubin. It's actually... Uh, a different species. That's a lot more north, though, isn't it? I, I know the one you're talking about. Well, now it actually starts uh, about 50 k's north of Townsville. I've recorded oh, cool. yeah. around uh, Rolling Stone, and yep. then they go all the way north into the wet tropics. But they're Wonderful. more of a rainforest. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Your, your real cherubin is only uh, west of the Divide Gulf ranges across the NT. Yep. Yep. Top end and also in southern Papua New Guinea. And those ones that I caught, like, I can remember catching them in the cast net. Like, well, we got quite a few of them over the years in Dungeness. I can remember it vividly up the top of Dungeness there. Yeah, that's sort amazing. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, that little, yeah. But they weren't the big cherub, and they were just like those yeah. freshwater prawn, I think, by yeah. the sounds of yeah. it. Yeah, well, you will occasionally come across a macrobrachium la, which is the, the wet tropics one that gets up towards the size of a cherubin, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but usually the proper cherubin you don't get until you get into those golf drainages yep. in Queensland. Beautiful. And you're based in Townsville, are you? Oh, yeah. I am for half a year. Yeah. Um, but I'm a, I'm a multi-generational NQ native, but I live half a year in Northern New South. So. Yeah, Excellent. Cool. What's your job in tail now? What what do you do on a daily? Oh, I'm an environmental consultant. Awesome. environmental science. So yep. I work for, yeah, government, community, industry. Yep. Yeah, everything from mining industry through to community, natural resource management, and uh, government, uh, local, state, federal on occasion. Beautiful. Beautiful. And uh, everything from uh, impact assessment, wetland restoration, fisheries management, fish passage. That Legend. Sort of oh, good on you. And may I ask your opinions on the opening of the dam for recreational fishing? What do you think of that? Ross River? Yeah. Yeah, no, look, I think uh, it's, a, it's a resource to be used. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, you know, it's an amazing water body. I still, you know, I can't help myself in terms of uh, restoring the ecosystem processes. It'd be really good if we could get fish yep. passage in the bottom end. Yep. Uh, like Ap Aplands, where it really lends itself 
to the creation establishment of a low gradient fishway. Yep. And there's like an extra dozen species of fish that we don't get in the Ross anymore naturally. Mm, correct. Uh, you guys be aware of the recreational ones, but you know, jungle perch. Yep. Jacks, barra, giant heron. Um, you know, the, the milkfish. Uh, yes. Silver biddies, blah blah blah. There's a dozen species. Yeah. Wow. Which you'll still you'll still find in creeks like Stewart Creek, because Stewart Creek hasn't got any fish passage barriers. Yeah. The little Stewart Creek's like a little refuge of what used to occur in the broader Ross River Basin. Mm. But um, I'll tell you something else I've thought about, though, looking at the Ross River Dam where it goes, and this is a bit outside the yep. box thinking, but it could be done. If you look at the very tippy top of Bowley River, yep. it's it's very tributary um, drainages almost cut back to the Ross River Dam. Correct. Hmm. And if you wanted to be brave enough, a bit of engineering, you could put a low gradient connection between the Bowley and the Ross Dam and you'd get natural barrel recruitment into the Ross River Dam. Yeah, that would be true. Wow. <laughs> well, need- this has been a, a fascinating little segment with yeah. you. And I'll tell you what, I'd love for you to send a message to the NQ Fishing Show just with maybe your contact details if you ever wanted to join us on the show or, or for us to give oh, you a call sure. one day. Yeah, no, welcome. Yeah, welcome. It. Uh, I'm always got. Uh, awesome. I'm, you know, working on fish projects constantly. Yeah. Uh, just done some fish passage um, rec- restoration up around the Tully, uh, Lower Hull River recently, and yeah, still working on fish projects. Uh, looking at some fantastic. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Well, we'll open the door up to you. You get in contact with us, and we'll make contact. Sure. And uh, we would certainly love to have you on. And uh, thank you so much yeah, for your call for this call. morning. It was good. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Love it, listening to your show. Appreciate right. it. Good on you, mate. Thank you See very you, much. Bye bye. See ya. Oh, well, how was, oh, how was awesome. that? Yeah. So, very, very good. Excellent. Jeez, didn't the IQ of the show go up when he was on with you? <laughs> I knew. When you left Three. the room and he called in. Wasn't it? Well, it was so good to actually hear an intelligent person instead of listening to three idiots. <laughs> <laughs> What's the noise they make when Dickie Nee pops up and then who used to get rid of him? What oh, was his name? We need a, we need hey, a, hey, hey, it's Saturday. Yeah, we need Obviously. a broomstick to whack him with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but these were in Crystal Creek last week, mate. They were pretty large. I thought they were cherubim, but maybe not. Hey, and I'll have a... a, a oh, there we go. I think they are cherubim. That's it. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the small freshwater yep. prawn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the, the other one that he was speaking about. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Excellent. Hey, let's give another prize away. Might as well finish on the high quickly after talking with that gentleman. So, <laughs> what are you giving away now, Marty? Mate, start again. Uh, let's give away the Iron Man bag two. Did we give that away? Well, you've got it written in front of you. You've no, we've one. only no, given one. We did. Yeah. We yeah. took a call. We took a call indeed. Good call too. Yeah. Spinning now. I've ripped it this time. Oh, well Ooh, done. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. That rubber just come off, did it? Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's all good. Well, that's the clicker. You just the clicker on the end oh, of it. I thought it was so. the vibe. Yeah. yeah. The vibe. 13. <laughs> Number 13. It's just the vibe. The vibe of it. Uh, Craig. Jump on the phones, Craig. You've won yourself the Iron Bag Mark II. Iron Man Bag Mark II for 13, which is Craig. All right, Beautiful. Jump on! I think Craig's down in Mackay. So, we, oh, here we go. Good morning, fishing show. How are we going, mate? Yeah, good, buddy. Who have I got here? Is that you, Craig? Yeah, mate. Excellent. Yeah, All righty. How are the uh, leaders going? Yeah, slow. Slow. <laughs> well, give yourself a quick plug, mate. If anyone wants wind-ons. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> I can see why business is flourishing. Killing it, brother. No, Craig does wonderful wind on leaders uh, yep. in all sides, fluorocarbons or straight monos, and whether it be 10, 20, 30, 50, 60 pounders, uh, makes life a lot easier. Yeah, 80 pound. If, if you're like me and don't like spending 78 hours tying an FG knot while the barabite's on, wind on's other way to go. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, well, I sold it up for you, I reckon, Craig. Thanks, so, man. Yeah, you're all right, brother. And you've won this prize. You'll be able to pick it up from Tackle World anytime after 11 o'clock this morning, mate. Or actually, I'm looking at the time He's now. He's in Mackay. Well, well, you've only got till 12 o'clock to pick this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, mate. Look after yourself. See ya. Yeah, I'll get it next week when I come home. Yeah, done. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, See ya. Bye. Mate. See ya, mate. Bye. There we go. Done. All right. Geez, you got him on the spot there. Usually you <laughs> yeah. can't keep Craig quiet. No, no, you I think, put him did on you, the spot. Did you, you wake Craig up? No, he rang this morning and we were having a good old yarn. Then you put him on the spot and he Sorry. goes in. So we've gone from a university graduate down to Craig. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Craig. Oh, no. Sorry, Craig. That's yeah. Gaza. Blame well, him. <laughs> Craig's a good sport. He'd be having a giggle at the moment. What have you got now, Marty? I hope. <laughs> He's all right, mate. I've known him for a long time. Mate, thanks to Gordo. $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher we're going to give away. And while we're doing this, thank you so much to every other sponsor we got. We've got so many. Times are tough, and I know we lose a few on the way. If you're interested in being part of this brilliant Eight. show and sponsoring, uh, don't hesitate to get a hold of Double D, Dave Daly, or the show, and uh, he'll come out for a visit and uh, sort you out with sponsorships. So, we've, got a new, we've got a new prize sponsor coming soon. Ooh. I just got to just got to talk to the boys and see uh, what they can send up for us. All righty. Is it blue hats and blue wigs? Blue, pa- blue pills? No, blue hats. No, and no. Wigs. No, no, blue hats. Blue hats. Marty's favourite reel, actually. Shimano Conquest. Oh. No, saying no more. Done. Done. Saying no more. So just be get ready for some nice uh, gear from those fellows. Very interesting indeed, Gaz. From Shimano. Oh, shouldn't have said that. $50 seafood voucher, thanks to Gordo. It is. Hey, me band never turned up. They didn't celebrate. 35 That was a very quiet one. <laughs> yeah, the band. I don't know what happened to them. They've gone already. I haven't paid them, so they've left the building. 35 that would be Greg. Greg? Mr. Greg. Evans, Greg? Yes, mate. Jump on oh, the phones, cool. Greg. You've won yourself the $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher, thanks to Gordo and the gang down there. Good on yeah, the, the boys, um, the boys and girls down there at Shimano want to send us up some gear to give away, and and so uh, I'll just talk to them during the week. And excellent. What are you off to do tomorrow, Gaza? Going out the shoals, mate. Beautiful. Wait up. I'm going to take this call first, and I'll come back to you before we say goodbye. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, Marty. How are you going? Oh, Gregory Evans. I'm wonderful. All the better for speaking to you, my friend. How are you going this morning? Hey, I was good, but I had a phone call from a solicitor. Uh oh. Yes, they're representing Garmin. They want to know if I've got a recording of what you said this morning. <laughs> 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 yeah, that will probably... There will be repercussions on that, maybe. <laughs> no. i destroyed the recording of the show, so I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, Greg. He's destroyed the show. Don't worry about the recording. Quick putting that on again. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, this is probably your best show of the year so far. It's brilliant. 
Ah, awesome. Just I'm glad you enjoyed here. it, mate. It was uh, very, very... Uh, every now and again, like Gaz and I like to take the uh, take the mickey and, and um, let our shows be a little bit comical and not too serious. But I think every now and again, as Gaz does and as I do, we throw something serious in just to let me know we've got two sides of the coins and cover the important yeah, issues. You have to have the fun, otherwise it'll be a boring show. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Today we mixed a bit of everything. And Gazzy popping in like he does, that's good fun. Mm. That, that makes me laugh every good. time. Especially with the Murray card. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie, Reggie. Reggie. Do your voice again, Gazza. No, I can't, mate. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. All right. Hey, Greg, you're a great Come supporter on, of the show and we appreciate it. Good on you. Easy, eh? See you, pal. Yeah, Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Well, that's about it. Mm. Have a look at that. It is uh, a it's quarter fine. past a ten almost. Gaz, we're going to shoot off to the RSL and say our final goodbyes to Lucky Bruce. Yesterday, you grabbed number one out and you gave it to his nephew, nephew Nigel, yeah. um, which was a very, very touching. And I think even a uh, NQ fishing show buff yep. um, to, that will be with him. So um, wonderful. Uh, that is awesome and a wonderful gesture. That's why we don't have the number one in our drawer anymore. Yep. That's uh, Lucky Bruce's number forever now. So. So, yeah. So yeah, that uh, we start at number two in our bingo draw, and in another hundred years, we'll be given one number away because everyone will drop off the perch. <laughs> we'll only have a hundred left. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm only joking, you lot. Where the bloody hell do I go with that? <laughs> oh, you've ruined it. it is so it. get your numbers in before you die. <laughs> one number. <laughs> All right, boys. Good show. It was a wonderful show, Gary. Thank you so much, mate. I hope you go out and brain them Nanagai. Last time you and Kayleen went out there, you got some beautiful Nanagai, them perfect size ones around about that three kilo mark, which is, uh, for me, the uh, pinnacle. Kayleen did, didn't she? That is fantastic. Yeah, I think they both got some. Oh, did he get some? Yeah, we did. Gazza will put them onto the fish, uh, most definitely. Boys, thank you so much for being part of our show. Um, Good show. Uh, Reese, you're a wealth of knowledge. We love having you on. You bring something new to us every time. Ryan, thank you so much. Hooked Apparel, fantastic products, sp fantastic sponsorship, as the rest of our sponsors are, and we thank you dearly. Just one last reminder, November yep. 27th, Townsville Stadium. Make sure you turn up to put the pressure on council. All right, fantastic. Yeah, please. That is super, please commit super, to coming. super important. Not only that, it'll be a great catch-up. Yeah, up. we'll all be there coming over yeah, yarn. See what it's all yep. about. Bring your fishing shirts. Bring this, bring that. that yep. uh, the, the Townsville North Queensland community is fantastic. If they, if they tried taking more and more stuff off us and banning more and more things and we organised to have a boat rally, yep. I can guarantee you half of Townsville is going to be driving that strand. And there's yep. too much fluff and talk. People need to take some action. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. what we're going to do. Boys, thank you so much. What a fantastic show. Listeners, thank Thank you so much. You are absolutely awesome. As Gaz and I always say, please be safe on them highways. There's so much crap going on out there at the moment. Drive for yourself and drive for the person coming the opposite way. It doesn't cost you anything. Put your headlights on. It makes a huge difference. When you see that car coming yep. with the headlights on, they stand out like the proverbial. Just turn the bloody things on. Look after yourselves. This is the best fishing show in Australia, not just North Queensland. Thanks for tuning in. 107.1, too deadly. Check yours.